545. My name is John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness. And off and running are we with everybody buzzing in the city about the Robert Sarver must sell. We had it right before we got off the air yesterday. All over the place. Everybody, Robert Sarver's going to sell. I was reading the details of it. Robert Sarver doesn't have to sell just his part. He is now responsible for sale of the entire thing. Oh, I, I thought yeah, it was just his no. portion, well, so the whole thing's gone. He has the right to sell the entire thing. So and, if he wants to be a dick, he And can he just, can choose the buyer. That's exactly right. And if I was him, some of the words, some of the people getting thrown around, you got a few uh, Silicon Valley guys, you got, you know, it's a couple billion dollars, and you have to have that money. I remember uh, I was looking at uh, a friend of mine we're looking at because we both started our work lives at Tony Roma's. I've told Tony Roma story after Tony Roma story. And we started saying, let's get one. Let's franchise. They took them all out of Arizona or Phoenix. They don't have them. Like, they thing made a ton of money. Let's throw one back in laughing. Like, we'll just own it and let somebody else do it. We'll never touch it. And we looked and they had a fee for it that was like, uh, I don't know, it was like a million and a half dollars. And you had to have not only that, but two million that they could account for right away, liquid. Like you had to have it. So you had to have like seven or eight million dollars going into this thing. For Beyond them being, earnest yeah. money. Yeah, and it wasn't about like <laughs> can you afford this and then like make monthly payments. It's like could you just buy this thing right now, as is? And then you had to have all this money in the back, and they took too much money. But it was like, well, we don't, we're not doing that because that's you know talk about being house poor. Scrape it all together and like you know make yourself every couch, all your clothes. You're trying to find value in everything, and they're like, but we want it to be liquid. I'm like, well, man, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. So with the $2 billion team, the Suns were six years ago at $1.8 billion. I assume they're at two, four, two, five, something like that now. Maybe a little less. You have to have the money. So they'll have groups together and everything else. So they're rattling off all these people, and the names are ridiculous that they're attached to. And you're like, but does he have that money? And then they got into the good one, like LeBron James. I was just going to ask that. Now, I sat, on, I sat courtside at a Cavalier-Suns game and listened to LeBron James say everything that Robert Sarver's not allowed to have the team over. I heard several N-bombs. I heard, I've watched the Barbershop show. I don't know if he's saying it, but I know everybody on the show says it, so that's gone. And another one that was great was Dr. Dre. Because if misogyny and the N-word are a problem for the the ownership of a basketball team, and you can't, and I'll give you like every every uh, African American human being listening will roll their eyes, going, "All right, we, we got the N words, ours. That's fine, okay." But bitches ain't, but hoes and tricks <laughs> isn't really not. You know, that's not a black white thing. That's not something the rap community owns and is allowed to say. And Whitey isn't. <laughs> you know, I mean, bitches ain't, but hoes and tricks uh, lick on these nuts and this. Uh, then get the f- out after you're done. Wouldn't be bad if you saw that on the LED boards outside I mean, the uh, footprint. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, look. Look, look lyrics it, just. Sons get some cool street cred if Dre's the owner, and I like Dre. I have no yeah. problem with it. But if you're going to start saying owners can't have misogyny and, uh, and uh, racial terms thrown around, it's just not cool, it can't be done, Dr. Dre is off the list. Am I wrong? I mean, you can't <laughs> no. have. You can't have a guy who got in trouble for, you know, allegedly beating the tar out of a lady at a at a an NWA pool party. And again, NWA is something that Robert Sarver would have had to sell his team over. This guy worked in a group called that. 
So I like that they threw him out there. I don't know how serious that name was, but they're like, these are people that would be, you know, could put a group together real fast. And with Jay-Z being in the mix and Brooklyn, and they're like, you know, that would be, you know, music and entertainment and industry. Those are the people they thought would be interested. I would absolutely love it if Dre was the owner. Because imagine what, you know, you know the, the changes. The Suns would be just badass. I mean, they're kind of a... They're kind of a light resort, you know. Phoenix is sort of the resort town, cute arena. Yeah, you get a little street, you get a little New York Knicks street cred in that thing. I mean, you are you're, you're throwing some weight behind that if Dr. Dre is your owner, especially you know. Again, I remind the the ladies working there that uh, your new owner thinks that uh, you, you ain't uh, you're a hoe or a trick. But you know that's in the past. That is, that's you know, it's all in the past. It's forgivable. It's the past behavior. Now, I don't like Robert Sarver, but what he said is unforgivable. He has to get rid of his entire industry. No! But this this thing Dre was doing, ah, he hit a lady. It was years ago. Let's bring him into the mix. LeBron James, ah, he's been nothing but a... He's never said a bad thing on the court and called anybody a bitch or a N-word or anything. He's never done it. He's never Dre, done it. He Dre, can own the team. Dre would get the pass, though. If he came up with the money, he'd get the pass. Of course he'd get the pass. But that is just the ultimate hypocrisy to sit back and even mention Dre. And I don't even know if Dre's even said anything. I don't know if Dre said, yeah, I'm interested. If this is just a news organization, like, here's a guy that'll be in a... There's a a wealthy African-American gentleman who probably likes basketball. Let's uh, throw him in the CNN uh, chopper. So they said something, and I'm like, well, if Dre's interested... You know that if I'm thinking it, somebody serious about it's going to be all over this... He he has to know better than be like no I can't I can't replace N word misogyny guy and be Dr Dre the new owner of the Phoenix Suns and not have people go now hold on just a second I don't like Robert Sarver but if you get fired for something you can't hire a guy who's done it more you know it's uh, interesting I think back of the, the old station we were at was yeah. in the midst they decided okay we're going to sell and the owner our owner said I want to sell it to someone that's really in the radio business right. that appreciates the entertainment side of it and all right. that. So he sells it to the, the company. All these companies are bidding on it, and he ends up going with this one because he likes right. them. And tell, he tell, they tell him they're all about this. Yeah. Sells it to him. Three months later, they spend it to the company yeah. he didn't want to sell they to. They sold it immediately. Yeah. I remember that meeting that they told us the day they took over that they'd sold it. Yeah. The day we met our new owners, they came in and said, hey, we're real excited. We're all about, about broadcast. We have to let you guys know, though, that 24 hours ago, the sale from us to blah, blah, blah is final. And we're like, we have this ownership group is here for a day. And they had some firings. Because it was going to take sure. some time for that to clear out. Yeah. So they came in and, and offed some folks. Made a quick 10 or 15 mil. Right. Spinning and it. rolled. And we're like, what just happened? I don't even remember anyone's names. I remember the face of that guy who told us that we're your new owners uh, for a day. We actually technically won't be owning you, but we're just going to, we're interim. We bought it and we've already sold it. I'm like, wow, this is like a home loan. This is already gone. So and I'll end up gone. in Dre's hands eventually at the Suns. I'm like, no, we're not selling it to him. Yeah. The one company will buy it. The best part is, well, they, imagine, but nobody, what if they did nobody that? even brought it up yesterday when they brought up Dr. Dre's name about, like, why Robert Sarver, he's just a disgraced human being. Like, this is, this man, that's what they said, the disgraced owner of the Suns, just in his abhorrent behavior of the, the things he said to women. You know, the, the N-word. He said the N-word a few times. That's, it's, this man cannot own a professional basketball. Can't be done. Dr. Dre, hey, there's a good one. That's not bad. And not one person said, guys, are we are we forgetting? 
you know, I understand Dr. Dre was an entertainer and stuff, but he can say the N word check. Yeah, we got we're clear on we that. Just one. Got the the women thing is, we just want to make sure. Let's well, let's ask him, uh, Doctor Dre. Uh, in your medical professional opinion, do you believe that bitches are still nothing but uh, hoes and tricks, or are you past that? Because our last owner had an issue thinking that that was still a thing. The hoes and tricks, all right. Damn it, it's going to be tough to get around this. The best part is he'll be the owner of the Mercury too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he's talking about hoes and tricks over here, and he's going to own the Mercury. But the hypocrisy of it all is that they like Dr. Dre, and the big difference is they hated Robert Sarver. It's the it's the thing about this guy can say it and get fired, and this guy can say it and get a raise. It's a, it's you know some people get away with things that others don't, but and it is very black and white. Because you know that's they would they, because they're afraid to step on the toes of Dr. Dre and say, well, that's part of his culture. Well, part, if part of his culture is saying hoes and tricks about women, it's bad. That's not that's not good. So you can't say that because maybe Robert Sarver was raised in a culture where that was okay to think, and we're asking him to change. Well, Dr. Dre has changed. I'm like, okay, so maybe Robert Sarver ha- can or has too. It's it's unfair. It's an unfair thing. I don't even think Dr. Dre is. In the mix, I think they just brought him up because he's got a billion dollars. They were th- th- all they were doing was who likes basketball and has a billion dollars and doesn't have a team yet. And, and somebody brought him up, and nobody knew what. And one guy even said, and I don't even know this is like, does he even own? Does he have a piece of a team now? He might. And no one yeah. knew, so they were just shooting out. I mean, they were being as racist as anybody else. Saying, "Here's a black guy, he's got a ton of money. Might be, he probably wants a team." But the ones that are more than likely to get it are are a group. That we don't even know who they are. And they, they always are consorting with uh, you know one front guy, basically yeah. leading the charge. And like what you said, I do like that the NBA right before they forced Robert Sarver to sell. Because let's be completely honest about this: the second that fine came down, it was designed to put pressure on the sponsors to say, "You do it." The NBA can't just fire a guy. We did our part, and then now, oh, it's not enough. And now the sponsors started to pull. This was a force out in a big way, and probably right. Uh, but they did right before they forced him out, and this is the smart thing to do because they put their ducks in a row, was say, we're putting a team in Seattle and we're putting a team in Las Vegas. We're looking for ownership groups now. So anybody who, they didn't say this, but, you know, writing on the wall between the lines, anybody who buys the Suns can't sell immediately and move the team. I mean, you get you be careful what you wish for. I hate Robert Sarver, but some guy might come in, T. Boone Pickens rolls in and, Gobbles up a team and says, "Don't worry about, don't worry about me moving this team. That's crazy." And the next thing you know, Oklahoma City Thunder are a thing, and Seattle doesn't have a basketball team, a very successful team. And all he has to do is come in and go, "This arena is not worth it. They want, I want a bigger arena that I can do more with. I don't like this one. If we don't agree to rebuild one, he'll move it to wherever he's from." And I don't know that there are any cities left that need a team. But they haven't already said we're putting one in there, yeah. so you can't move the Suns. And I thought that was pretty brilliant on the NBA's part to say, if we do have a new ownership group, the team ain't going anywhere because we already got something planned for these two cities. The interesting thing about the whole transition is Sarver says, I'll sell it as long as I can pick who the right. buyer is. Right. So that in itself, he, he I mean, can, could be a foil. And look, I don't want to sell it to them. you is what you're saying. He can turn and yeah. it's still his team. And yep. it's still his right to say, yeah, I'm being forced to sell it. But you can't, tell me, you can't tell me to who. Well, what would happen there is the NBA would have to approve the sale. Yeah. So the rat effing can be just a time waste. Because I wonder if he would choose, yeah, I'll sell to them. And then the NBA, the NBA says, would, no, we're not going to. The board of directors of the NBA would be like, we're not approving the sale. 
but we'll see. I don't know. It's an interesting, it's an interesting, yay, the, the witch is dead. Now what? It's like when Saddam died. And they're like, okay, we got him. Who's in charge? And what about this season? Yeah. When you take down the leader and you don't have a plan to replace him, it can be hairy. So we don't know. I Look, I... I assume all things will just kind of fall in place and be normal, but the names they're throwing around out there. LeBron James owns the Suns. Cancel my season tickets now. F- that guy. All day. I won't even be a Suns fan. I'll make that proclamation right here. I'm no longer a Suns fan if LeBron is the owner. You're a Vegas Aces fan? Or? Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> like, I'll certainly root for the Aces when they play the Mercury. Yeah, I don't want LeBron What about James. in the ownership group? No. His, if he's got a say... I'm out. If he just throws in a few bucks and he's kind of like what Billy Crystal owned the Diamondbacks and he was a huge Yankees fan. Didn't care. He was rooting for the Yankees when he was sitting here in the World Series in 2001 because he was one of the, the people don't know, but the Diamondbacks had like 7,000 owners. Jerry Colangelo owned like 1% of the team. He just voted in as like the, the voice of the whole thing. Everybody thinks Jerry owned the team outright. He, he owned the least amount. He had a billion people in it. He and his two buddies had yeah. uh, the... They had two main guys had a big chunk. They of had it chunks, but yeah, but he was like, "I'll just be the face of the whole thing." He he owned. And it was some. an equity deal originally with the Suns, where it grew over years. Sure, but I think it was. Oh, he did yeah, great business, 10, but twelve yeah. percent. He didn't have much, and, and everybody thought, "Oh, he's the owner." He wasn't just the owner. And Diamondbacks were he had very little part of that, but he was. Everybody loves him, so I don't know. We'll see. I just don't. Uh, I don't, I, you get like a thousand people in there. If LeBron James is one of the twelve percent owners, big deal. As long as he's not a guy who, but they'll make him the face of the team. The LeBron sons. I'm not. I'm not doing that. No, thank you. And go buy the and play. Yeah, and... go buy the Cavaliers. Oh no, we'll get Bronny, and we'll get all the garbage that he forces down the throat of the. He'll have his. his it, it, ugh. Ugh. We'll get his his sons who probably aren't uh, NBA quality, but the tie-in of the sons. And his sons, oh, puke oh, all no, I'll go don't. down there and puke and crap on the floor. And You thought you had it bad with Sarver. What do you get a load of me out there at that facility talking to your employees? Ugh, if LeBron buys this team. And there are Bron Bron fans out there. That smug pile of garbage wandering around acting like everybody loves him. That he's, that he's as popular as Michael Jordan was, which he is not in no way, shape, or form. Sorry, kid. You got to be. You got to be the goat. I don't think you'll have him talking as much. You lost too many on, uh, championships. Issues and stuff. If he becomes an owner, uh, no, because they want him to be that guy. They like when LeBron says it. He's the mouthpiece. Now he, he and the, LeBron's clever about that. I'll give him that. When he does have his uh, his points, he just pisses off the people that were already pissed off. At. So it's it's almost like you know. He's already got the built-in, they hated me anyway, no matter what I say. So he can he gets away with a lot of stuff because he's always on one side's righteous virtue signaling side. Yeah, I don't like LeBron just as a person. I just think he's all the way back to, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Nobody says that. Nobody talks about themselves as the greatest of all time. You just don't. You have to be told you're the greatest of all time. And then you you should humbly say, my goodness, I don't know. There's been so many great players. And you might actually believe it, but you can't say it. He proudly says it. And then you know, I'm going to stick around until my kids are in the league. This isn't a playground for you. Get out. His son, Humble James. Yeah, yeah, Humble James, his other son. Uh, dad is the best James. He actually named his kid My Dad is the Best. That's his first name. <laughs> Screw LeBron James. I, I hope it's somebody that's just some uh, weird computer 
gajillionaire that we don't know. But again, would they let um, you know, like uh, someone from the UK or a? Oh yeah, you got European, the money. You, you got the money. You're they're right. looking. You know, that's one of the things they're talking about like expanding some somewhat. Yeah, so there could be someone. Basketball can't go to the can't go to Europe. It's too many travel dates. You but they. They're definitely tapping into Europe for a lot of oh, the yeah. They'll have players. Leads. So there could be a consortium coming out of. But they're not. There'd be no threat. I don't know if that's what you're Europe. saying. There'd be no threat of them taking teams to Europe. No, no. Owner, but there might be someone in, interested. Just like we've got a couple sure. people that buy soccer. Teams you could have a Middle Eastern guy. You could have an Australian guy. People that love basketball. Europe. Also, it's Italy's got a lot. But I don't know how much money they. You know, one individual can bring to that and want to be part of this. But tons of people with the money. It's whether or not they want to do it. We'll see. But again, the devil you know is Robert Sarver. He's going away. Now we're in that limbo of who's who's going to get him. Who will get the Suns next? And will it be? I'm rooting for Dr. Dre. Because I think we could have a blast with I that on be the interesting. air. Oh, it's the most fun. It's the yeah. funniest one. Because, you know, we can play the... I can't even play a lick of the song that yeah you know, I can't play it's in my ed- ed- there is no edited version I, I think just, there is actually just, it, I, it's I, like I, the Brady version I played it, yesterday for <gasps> uh, I, have it, uh, I have it right here let me uh, see if I can see if I can find it real quick bitches <laughs> ain't <laughs> there it is I found it that's it <laughs> that's it can't play the whole thing yeah it's ridiculous so I think it's hilarious and I would absolutely love to have that on there, just to just to shrug my shoulders and say I didn't like the last guy either. But come on, you, go. you got one? Yeah. An edited version? All right, let's welcome your Phoenix Suns bitches, hoes, and tricks. Man, the sound system in the arena is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Slapping you across your fat ass with his fat D, the point guard, Chris Paul. Every seat's a vibrator. Yeah. I used to know a name, Mary Wright. We used to roll the rock. Lazy, weedy, and center DeAndre Ayton. I don't know if I like this. This is <laughs> record skipping. He's banging the lights out of Kendall Jenner, and he's your shooting guard, Devin Booker. Just to get a That's a much CBD. Hey, fans, stick around at the end of the game and you get to smell Devin's fingers. Yes! The Suns have taken a turn because we don't respect the bitches. <laughs> bitches, wave your shirts in the air. Show your sweet to the Suns. Let's see, we got Gummy Night. We got uh, Chronic Night. <laughs> They got a pool over there at the Diamondbacks ballpark. Let's say we blow out of this bitch and go over there and swim. Screw this game. Free admission when you bring your 64 Impala down. Yeah. <laughs> and now the starting lineups for the visiting Sacramento bitches. Some bitch at point guard. Some bitch at shooting guard. Tall European white bitch at center. Yeah, I just, it's its the hypocrisy. New mascot. Awesome. <laughs> just to get <laughs> and the new mascot would be, uh, yeah, Dre. Sunny D. You can't have our old mascot. Yeah, that's for exactly. Sure. <laughs> Somebody's finally Jimmy Wisman, <laughs> the comedian, has been talking about this for years, and he goes, "How is that still a thing?" <laughs> He's like, "We get nervous about it. You don't realize how nervous all these white people are." Welcome to the Suns mascot. Yeah, Jimmy said that on stage once, and I was like, oh, he's talking about it. We all think about it, but he's talking about 
How is that still a thing? Please, somebody explain to me how no one's mad at this. Like, you get spacked. Anyway. How, why would anyone take the time to edit this so song? Big, uh, Guess what got dappled by one time. I'm back to the county jail. Six months on my chest, now it's time to bail. Sounds like my CD player in my Jeep in 1991. Skip constantly. It's a cool song, though. The Chronic, it's, it's legendary. Great album. It's Kids the, Bob ba- begged them to do a clean version. Yeah, well, they got it done. I mean, The Chronic, is, I'm, I would, I'd love to hear that Kids Bob version. Just have children do that. Edit it. Bitches ain't shit yet. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches ain't what but hoes and tricks. What's that mean? Yeah. The sons can't have Dr. Tracy. I don't know who that guy was. Yes, they can. I, I would like it, but again. I mean, I hate to introduce logic to an argument because we don't do that anymore. But come on. Don't make me stand up for Tom Brady and Robert Sarver in the same lifetime. Because when the NFL tried to steal Tom Brady's phone and said they had a right to it, I'm like, no, they don't. They're his employer. They have a right to his messages just because. And, and I'm there. I'm like, I'm defending Tom Brady. I would happily get him out of deflate gate the second they're like, well, let's just take a look at your phone. We're only going to look at the messages. That, that pertain to this. I'm like, well, how are you going to find those? you got to go through all the other ones. We're not going to look at any of your private photos of Giselle's snooch or anything like that. Don't worry. You're not getting my phone. No. And there I stood up for Tom Brady, and now i got to stand up for Robert Sarver. Knock it off. Quit doing stuff that isn't logical, so I have to actually use my logical, pragmatic brain to say, wait a second, can't do that. But it's different because he's from the rap community where they hit ladies and say the N-word. Well, that doesn't make it right. Well, sure, they're cool with it. Got a great idea for the mascot. It's a furry one, but he's got a nose that looks like a... You're big on this. ...horn, you know? Mm-hmm. Elephant horn thing, and they call him Honky. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> honky the elephant. Does that work? Let's see. This All right, fans, it's the third quarter. Get ready for Honky the Elephant! Honky! <laughs> People want pictures with him. Smacking you across your fat ass with his fat trunk. Hear that during the broadcast. We don't condone this. uh. (laughs) I can't believe what I'm seeing here. Let's welcome the Suns dancers. And yeah, they're topless. (laughs) So I'm rooting for Dre, but I'm not seeing it. And I'm certainly hoping that those people were just being... You know, odd bigots about naming Dr. Dre as a potential buyer. Because I haven't heard anything outside of that. I, I immediately hit the computer. Bezos like, doesn't jump in and... Uh, you got a lot of Amazon stuff out I thought out they here. mentioned He's, him. I, I didn't... They, they, I, they, they mentioned like 50 people, but they got real big on the rappers because they wanted that. But yeah, I that could be. Bezos would be a... Does he want to be involved in that? Why wouldn't he? He and Mark Cuban? I've noticed... Those some out and about. It's games and... Cuban and Bezos and yeah. Well, Cuban's already got. That's what I'm saying. Like those guys kind of have a little bit of a maybe Elon Musk. Because even Sports What's Illustrated it? saying uh, Bezos and uh, is it Bob Iger? But see, Bezos has the former uh, Disney Bob yeah. Iger. Mm-hmm. They just announced that um, Seattle's getting a team, and I have a feeling that's what he'd hold out to grab. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, maybe. Don't know. Vegas getting a team is going to be all those guys down to the win and. Uh, MGM guys, and there's a bunch of, I mean, there's so much money in There's a couple of Walton kids out there. Yeah. I don't know if they have a team or not. I wonder. I thought one of them was involved. Maybe. I don't know. Steve Jobs' uh, widow is uh, actually 
mentioned here as well. No kidding. Expect Everybody. to be in the running to become the next owner of the franchise. And those were the serious ones. To me, those were the, those, yeah, those were the ones that you're like, okay, this is all adding up here. And they, w- and they would love to let a lady own a, a professional oh, yeah. basketball team. That would be amazing. So. And have a piece of the mercury? Oh, <laughs> It's a PR win for them. I think as a punishment, they should make Robert Server keep the Mercury. <laughs> They'll go broke in two years trying to keep that thing floating. Garbage. Anyway, I uh, talked to Ke- uh, Kevin Ray yesterday. My man, Kevin. Yeah. Son's a broadcast superstar. And I said, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin is so, he's awesome. Because we, we hang out and we're pals. But he's very aware of his standing in the community and... And I am brand liability. I've said this before, that being my friend, Kevin has to think about things every time. Like, we're friends, but uh, yeah. I'm sort of like his you affair keep a partner. good spread, yeah. arm's yeah. length. I'm arm's almost length. like he's married to normal, and here I come every once in a while with my huge cans. I don't like when you go out with... I'm 19. Hey, Kevin. What's going on? Oh, I really enjoy your company, but uh, I can't be seen with you. Yeah. Let's go play golf. Okay. And he hangs out with me, and he has a good time. We have fun. And then I text him. I said, hey, uh, if we promise not to get you in hot water, can we talk about the Sarver thing from a son's guy's perspective? And he goes, let me check. <laughs> and I knew right then that Kevin's got, oh, i got to scramble for an excuse. And he's not wrong. And he said, look, I just, I, I, I got to be careful. You never know what the money is. I'm like, oh, please, completely understand. And then I text him later in the day. I said, it's cool. I just got off the phone with McCoy. Uh, he wants to roast that f- on the air, so we're good. Oh, brother, oh, let's talk about <laughs> Robert Sarver. That <laughs> Shazam. He called me the N-word several times. So, no, I understood it. But, I mean, none of the sons want to talk, and I don't blame him. Talked to a couple people, like, we're not talking. Like, I don't blame you, no, especially to you. And I'm like, oh, it's me. You're going to talk to all these other places. It's me. Yeah, you're going to say something. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. They made the new regime. And let me tell this. You guys made the right choice. Because he's still pulling strings and they're still loyalists and whatever. That's the other thing. It's like, who else is going to go? Who was loyal to him? Who was... Because they had one uh, person on last night that said... uh, He used to work for the Suns. He was on Channel 3 and he runs a podcast here. And he goes, hey, I I think he did PR for him or something like that. And he goes, there's about 13 other people that need to go. He goes, he wasn't the only one walking around. When you have... When you have that culture standard, you got 10 or 12 guys underneath you that are doing the exact same thing. And he said, so, you know, Hitler had some people that were following him around. And he was the worst, well, Brady won a minute, he was the worst person ever. And now, uh, Robert Sarver, I wouldn't say he's the worst person ever, but if he's out there making you feel comfortable calling ladies sugar and stuff around the office, then they were going to do some stuff too. So it isn't over yet, but there'll be some, there'll be a house cleaning. We'll see. But uh, it's everybody wants Robert Sarver out, but it just depends on who's next. That edited version of Dr. Dre's music, though, that's that's what I'm rooting for. I'm home. I'm hoping that's a real one, but we'll see. Uh, we got uh, Brett going out for uh, a KUP deployment. We'll tell you about that in just seconds. This is a pretty good deal uh, every year, and we'll get into that in just moments. In the meantime, you give us a wake-up song, 585-9800, and we'll play it next. And scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! There you go. Thank you very much, Weapon of Pride. Uh, it's nine. To, it's the first day of fall. Fall is here, everybody. Summer's officially over. This is it. 
Take a look around. This is what fall looks like. The leaves have so changed. Obvious. Everything is pumpkins, cornucopia. The cacti are sweaters turning orange. Everyone wearing sweaters. <laughs> the cacti turn that beautiful hue of reds and yellows that the cacti just for a couple of weeks and then they shed their needles. Fall looks remarkably similar to summer. To me. I miss seasons. Not me. I like this. This is great. Perfect morning, too. Uh, a lot of people saying the Suns' new owners would be fun. Uh, Kelly has a good one. He says, it'll be a conglomerate of Barkley, Fitzgerald, and a bunch of their friends. I'll tell you this. They don't have the money. We know Charles Barkley's very rich. We know Larry Fitzgerald's very rich. Even all combined, they, they're going to miss by a lot. Like if, Even if Charles Barkley has $200 million... He's 20 times short the amount needed. So you'd need 20 Charles Barkleys to all agree to be the group. It's going to be tough. Larry Fitzgerald doesn't have $200 million. But sometimes... Well, he doesn't want to risk that either. He wants... He'll be like a stake owner in him, but he's not going yeah, to put he, up he, all that Yeah, he'd money. put a chunk, but he's not going to be... Yeah, they yet. can buy a unit or two. And right. that, and they, they like putting those groups together because then the profile of it... Um, well, Larry owns some way. of the Suns now. Yeah. He's got a little chunk of them now. He More of the Mercury than... Well, they're hand in hand. Brady, the Mercury are basically like overnight rates or when uh, people buy advertising on KUPD yep. and they go, and we'll also throw in some KDKB. They're the strip club ads yeah. at 2 a.m. They're the, they're the KDKB. We'll toss those over on Arizona Gold or whatever that uh, oldie station we've got is. The one, the trip yeah. program. Oh, it's a great it. one. It's a good station, but nobody knows it exists. So they'll say, tell you what, you're going to get all this advertising here, and then we'll throw in a whole bunch of extra stuff. For, uh, you ever heard of Arizona Oldies? Like, no. Uh, you're going to own it. It's basically, You're just basically going to be... It's your station now. No kidding. Lamont, Puerto Rico's Rent-A-Tire is the main title sponsor of... <laughs> yep, that's it. You got it, Chief. You now are the main title sponsor for uh, Goldie Oldies, or whatever we call that place. 93.7 Goldie Oldies. Here's Looking Glass with Brandy again. And in 20 minutes, we're going to play that again. Uh, so, yeah, you got There's a lot of them. There's a, there's a lot of owners, groups. But people, I mean, you stop understanding what money is when you realize that an entire basketball team being paid by the owner can't afford the team. Uh, it's millionaires versus billionaires. And that is a massive difference. That is a massive difference. A billion is a thousand. Yeah, yeah it's, so, you're, I mean, you're, you're way past millionaire yeah. at a billionaire. Yeah. And the only people that own basketball teams are billionaires. Uh, or in the grouping of a billionaire where you're like, yeah, I've got a ton of money, but I've got one other guy that puts us over the top. That's when you're in a different class. Charles doesn't have that. Charles might know a few of those guys. You don't want that. And again, Charles Barkley as the majority or whatever uh, you know, president and, and he's a majority owner or the spokesperson. You don't want him doing it either and I love Charles but People he's People do want it because they want to see him throw somebody out a window well, again. What, what they want is him to talk about the big fat ladies in that San too, Antonio. Yeah. You just you have to not have that history. We'll see. We'll see who owns him. It'll be somebody, some weird unknown. We've done this with the Coyotes a thousand times where owners come and go and the, the most dangerous part is you get a guy who can just barely afford it. That's the thing I'm rooting against. If we're going to get a new owner of a team here in town, this dude better be crawling in cash because we saw it with the Coyotes, and they're still not recovering and may not recover from an owner that had no money. Um, he had just enough to buy them. It's like people who go house poor. They buy a house that they were told they could afford, and they realize that every penny they make goes to this house. 
and they don't have anything else. That was the Coyotes owners for several years. And then they got, you know, four or five owners in a row just had enough to keep the team. Didn't have enough to go buy anything. Didn't have enough uh, for players. Didn't have enough for, you know, new things. And uh, well, Some would say they still don't because they're putting all their money into that new arena. They don't have any money. Right. They're, the new owners are trying to, like, garner a little support here with Wasn't some cash. One time NHL basically NHL just hand, managed the team. Because yeah. Yeah. they didn't have an owner yeah, at all. the owners, yeah. Because they couldn't find anybody that couldn't just barely squeak by with approval. We've all done that for credit card application. You sit with your fingers crossed hoping that they say yes. And when they do, you're like, yes. And then you drain it down to nothing. And you're done. I got a credit card once for a place just to buy an entertainment center. Like you could try it on our credit. I sat in a, like a mom and pop. I don't know what they were. They were just selling entertainment centers back in the 90s and Fingers crossed, sitting in their finance room, like I'm the dumbest person in the world. This thing's like 300 bucks, and I'm going to go. Good news. Good news. You made it barely, and they they had to tell me that part barely. F you. Did I make it or not? It's a yes or no. This is a this is a this is a green check or a red check. That's it. That's you don't need to throw the barely in there. You work at the place that's offering financing to people like me. You're not rolling in dough either. And I got it. And the next thing you know, I this. I mean, they maxed. They gave it. It was just barely. I mean. The the unit itself is three hundred and sixty seven dollars. You approved at four hundred. Like ah, that, that's great. Yeah. So I had like twenty dollars credit there. Of course, I blew that on a couple of accessories. Immediately, I'm four hundred in the whole place, charging me nineteen percent. I'm like now I'm now I'm entertainment center poor. The thing's draining me. Got my uh, Discover card. Oh. Went straight to a place called Silo in Seattle. Drained it. Stereo yep. TV. And now you're it's stereo big. stuff poor. And that's oh, what yeah. ownership groups yep. that we think, oh, these guys could do it. If you don't have all that excess, but that's why they make you say you, you need a billion dollars to buy the team and you need another billion liquid. You need another billion that you've got hanging around because we don't want you to have to tap other people when this team needs money or free agency or paying the players and whatever. We know you've got this much to buy them. Do you have enough to, to – again, it's the Marshawn Lynch theory. If you don't have enough to buy it twice, you don't have enough. It's that so a, true with so many businesses. In fact, yeah, you, you you just sit and you're shoestringing. Check to check business is a bad business. And then you owe people money and you got all this stuff floating around. And you're like, well, I, now I'm broke. Now I'm I'm a broke billionaire. And the only money I've got is if I sell this. That's the worst. You can't. So I love Marshawn Lynch's financial advice. That's maybe the greatest thing you could teach any kid, and it's simple. If you don't have enough cash to buy it twice, you don't have enough for that Don't thing. buy it. Don't buy it. Take, take care of your chicken. Take care of y'all mentals. <laughs> That's what he says. He should write a book that then would have to be translated to me. But he, he should do it. He, he, the NFL did bring him in, actually, and not, it started in Seattle. They had him talk to the rookies about saving their money. If you he don't have spend it, one of his checks on anything Rob other than buying his mom a house. Gronkowski never spent his NFL check. Yep. Just endorsement money. Yep. Lived on that. He never, ever. And that's brilliant. He's an idiot. So somebody got hold of him and said, let me handle this because you're dumb. And they give him credit for it. I don't. I've seen Rob Gronkowski talk. There's no possible yeah. way that was his idea. But Marshawn Lynch, who I also Seen think... the whole family talk. Yeah, exactly. The Gronks are not exactly <laughs> people who are like, We're frugal, bruh! <laughs> but they are. They Evidently, they are. But Marshawn Lynch is one where you're like, Wow, that's the greatest piece of advice I've ever heard financially. I could listen to uh, the you know, like the CEO of Barron's or Chase Bank or whatever. Never, ever have they made it so clear to say, Here's what American families need to remember. If you can't afford it with cash twice, don't buy it. 
take care of your chickens. <laughs> take care of your chickens. Take care of your men. Imagine, imagine that at the Chase Bank. Yeah, the CEO of Chase Bank, that diamond, that whatever that person's name, I don't know right. if that's Chase, whatever. At J.P. Morgan? or At J.P. Morgan or whoever. The diamond guy is always popping off and he's blah, 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 blah. He's on TV all the time. He's CEO of this and that. All he had to say, take care of your chicken, take care of your mental. If you can't afford it twice, you can't afford it. CEO Marshawn Lynch, the world's largest bank, Berkshire Hathaway, hired him. They were right, and he's not. That's, it's as simple as that. So my grandpa used to say, you need a credit card to buy it? Yeah, you can't afford it. Oof. What? Ouch. He's not Ten wrong. Two? Not wrong. So that's what they'll do with the son's ownership. Uh, we'll see. I just, I'm... I would absolutely love it if it was Dr. Dre, because he does. They just picked out billionaires. Uh, before we get into the uh, deployment thing, I do have to commend Hollywood for being the weirdest place on the planet for years and years. Every time, comedy on television has always been based in the most horrible, horrible stuff. Um, Punky Brewster, dead parents. Different strokes, dead parents. Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoon. Mom's dead. Webster. Uh, Webster. Killed in a horrible car crash. They told you how they died. And I think that's also how uh, Arnold and Willis Jackson from Different Strokes Parents died. It was a horrible, bloody car crash. Let the comedy begin. I mean, it's a comedy where these two orphans, and that right there, Bambi's another one. All of Disney movies start with horrible death. Uh, and But every time they have a problem to solve or, uh, you know, just to, you need some... You need to expedite the storyline to get to the funny, but there's a roadblock. They kill someone. If they don't like it and this person's not coming back, they kill. So the Goldbergs premiered last night. We were watching it. Lisa was saying the same thing. She had no idea. They just killed the dad because he had an, like it wasn't on the show, but Jeff Garland, the dad on the show, evidently, uh, and he's a comedian and he's on Curb Your Enthusiasm and the dude is not, he's not known for being politically correct he hangs around larry david and the, and the cast of he's hilarious on that show too but evidently he had said some things and done some things that were considered sexually inappropriate at work and they're like well you they can't work. have the man take off his pants on the show when he walks <laughs> that's in the all he door. does right i know but that's a but it's the character i know the real jeff garland said like nice ass and then say you can't work here anymore they can write it into the script and but it can't do it for real so it, the the way to say not only are we getting rid of you, we're killing your character and you can never come back. They killed him. And the little funny kids who are now in their 40s, every time I turn on the Goldbergs, I'm like, they still live at home? This shows these well, kids age. Moved back. They aged out so badly. Like the, the older brother is now, they had so much in last night's show. The older brother is now going to medical school, but he's coming. He's moving back in so that dead? he can do it. Because dad's dead. The sister is pregnant, and so her and her husband are moved back in so that they yeah. can nest while she's pregnant. The Connors. And then the kid is going to college. We don't like what happened uh, with Roseanne off the air, so we're killing her. Like, oh, my God. And then the funny will start all over. A hilarious episode coming up Tuesday. We, we deal with Jeff Garland's horrible death, and then the kids are back funny again. The then the kids are funny again. Back. And it's an 80s romp. I, I love it, and it's just such a. So it didn't. It didn't open up necessarily. Little last night as a dramatic Goldberg, or a, you know. A, uh, it was jovial, and then they got right to the fact that. Hey, by going. the way, a couple months ago we lost my dad. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. 
They're, they're, well, they, they've had 30 or 40 days to get over it. Yeah. That's what most of the time when your dad dies unexpectedly. You, you, a month and a half, maybe a fortnight, you're back on track with the jokes and the VHS tape funnies and the ha-has. And the, but the oldest brother, has he looks worse than I do. And I've never looked good. And I, you know, I'm one of those people that's always looked like I'm about 61. And when I'm 61, it'll finally be like, he looks great. That's like a that's a Beatles song. I'm when aging. I'm when I'm 61, I'll finally look okay. I'm going to age into 61, but I've looked 61 forever. This kid on that show, he shouldn't be living at home. He should be living in a home. And was that the one that Callum was on? The, yeah, that? and he got the boot, too. They was were gonna, he killed? Or did he, I don't remember just, if they... No, no, no. He, he, he moved to the relocated. show school, the spinoff. Oh, he was right. on the spinoff, and then the spinoff got canceled. And I don't know if they killed him. They didn't kill him. Well, they, in order not to bring him back to the right, Goldbergs. Right, right. Because that was the spinoff, because he was the PE coach on well, the Well, they're Goldbergs. out of school now. He's a high school True enough. Teacher. They don't ever so have to go yeah, back there. They, so they, didn't, they back. didn't need to kill Cal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's no reason he to go He dodged back. a That's bullet. right, because when they all got out of high school, there was no reason to have the PE coaching. Yeah. So they started schooled, and then Callan didn't do anything, but they killed him anyway. They kill. I mean, uh, Valerie is the, be- the There was a show called The Hogan Family in the 80s that I really liked. Jason Bateman was on it. Valerie Harper was the star of the show. Had a contract dispute. So she was like, they're not paying a female. I'm the female lead of this show. And it was a top four show the first year. It was a good show. It was funny. And uh, Jason Bateman was great in it. He's great in everything. And uh, Valerie's like, well, I'm going to screw it then. I guess you're going to lose the show because the star of it's not coming back. And like, you know what, Valerie? F- you. Watch this. And they killed Valerie. The show was called Valerie. Renamed it the Hogan family and brought Sandy Duncan. Aunt Sandy came in to help out the kids. And uh, it's like, well, your mom's dead. I'm here now, though, so there's still going to be some cooking. Hogan! <laughs> yeah, the Hogan family. They changed the theme song. And that only went one season. Oh, no, the Hogan family went on for a while. Good show. Okay. Valerie only went on one season. Oh, gotcha. The Hogan family, people got over So it was a good killing. It was better with her, but nobody seemed to mind. Oh, they've killed Valerie. I mean, killed her dead. And the pilot husband... The dad was a pilot. And he's like, well, guys, you have to understand that your mom was here to watch you. I'm on the road a lot. And that ain't changing. I'm not taking any time off. So my sister's going to come here now. And then there's Aunt Sandy. There's the one eye keeping that eye on the kids. <laughs> I'm like, man, are we going to get into the, the mental aspect of how screwed up these kids have to be now that you just abruptly slaughtered their mother and, the, and now everything's for laughs? There's also another problem I got. What is it? Well, Aunt Sandy, I know Mom's dead and stuff, but I got a crush on some girl. <laughs> and the audience is like, finally, a laugh in this dirge. They murder people like crazy on TV. If they don't like that character and they want him out, boy, they kill him. Jeff Garland, dead on the Goldberg. No chance of a comeback there. And the safe thing about it is Jeff Garland's not going to look better with time. So even if they have some sort of reunion where they do a flashback, he's not doing it. Well, they lost George Siegel last season, too. And he's dead. And the he's whole dead. show's So what dying. they do, they brought in Judd Hirsch. He's not going to last. <laughs> right. They're just <laughs> plucking the Hollywood retirement community. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Judd from Taxi's on there now. I forgot about that. I have never watched that so show. George Siegel was Pops, yeah. and Judd Hirsch is Pop Pop. He's the other grandpa. <laughs> yeah. So he's just waiting his turn until the first one died to get right. back to get that lazy boy. Win the favor of the yeah. family. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. I can't watch that show because the kid annoys me too much. Yeah. I try, but the little the Adam well, now he can't that act. Now that he's mature, it's a whole different it's weird show. It's like when Leave It to Beaver. Like Lisa even said last night, she goes, "It's 
kind of lost him. I said, because lost everybody's him. old. Everybody's I didn't like old. him when he was young because he was a bad actor. It was just, it was, he should have been on Broadway or something. Anyway, good job, Hollywood. Crushing and killing for your needs. You don't like it, kill it. Easy way out. That's the message. Anything inconvenient should be killed. Tonight on ABC. You hear that, Republicans? Yeah, that's right. Don't say that. You actually just struck a nerve with people. Yeah, way to go. Your boys had it again. Here's the liberal cuck shouting her down again. <laughs> you just had to. Typical Toledo. <laughs> making something you were joking about political. <laughs> and of course go. he makes his all. All right, settle down. He, I think he was kidding. Yeah, but cucks can't kid. They don't get it. There's a hint of truth in that. What's hilarious? I want to kill you of- then. I'm going to kill Toledo. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Toledo sees that button yeah. right there. I'm going to silence that <laughs> cuck. I'm that Well, because it's always on his mind. Uh, I mean... The Republican people that hate Toledo aren't wrong. Uh-oh, we got a Brady on the text. always attacked. Hey, John, Goldberg fun facts here. Yep. Adam Goldberg's dad passed away when Adam was in his mid to late teens, and the girl who now plays Adam's girlfriend is from here. Huh. Her dad is, was, the Phoenix Suns gorilla. Well, I'm going to say was. <laughs> right. Gorilla, I don't think one. there's a lot of grown ladies who's like, and my dad is the Phoenix Sun gorilla. <laughs> How old is your dad? Well, I'm in my early 20s, so he's got to be close to 55, but he's very athletic. I think they've replaced him. I think your dad's been lying to the family for the past 24. I got to go. Son's game. You know, I'm the gorilla and all. Can we come? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not going to anyone's home for a late night sex romp. I'll be home at 1030 per gorilla hours. Actually, the gorilla just found out when we announced that. <laughs> right. I got a kid? <laughs> a 20-something-year-old daughter? <laughs> I know. He doesn't. That The gorilla is my father. <laughs> Really, the mom just said, your father was a gorilla. I hate him. Oh, the sun's... She just sapped yeah, it she over. Plugged she plugged it in. She rose-colored glasses, the whole thing. The mom was just talking garbage, but it's you're, you're not really the Phoenix Sun's gorilla's daughter. <laughs> your mom just hated your dad and nicknamed him the gorilla, and you, you placed that kindness on top of it. All right, family. I've got to go to another Sun's game. As you know, I am the gorilla, and uh, no one should ever question that. All right, Dad. Where do you keep the outfit? The sons don't let me bring it home. Uh, you kids will ruin it, so. I'm not going to Stacy's house, that's for sure, so don't look there. I'll be being the gorilla. <clears throat> now, does anybody have my high blood pressure medicine? I'm an older gentleman. Being the gorilla is hard. I also need some Viagra. Why does the gorilla need Viagra? Son, don't ask questions. Because Daddy's not going. Well, anyway, I'm the gorilla. That's all you need to know. You're teaching me lying. Uh, it's time now to uh, tell you guys about uh, where Brett's going. Uh, and speaking of sports and all the stuff like that, every time you're at a sporting event, they say, uh, and I'm going to play on uh, I'm going to play on logic and again hypocrisy and everything else. And I'm as guilty as anyone else at this. Fans, please rise if you've served in the military of the United States of America and let the other fans tell you how they feel. And you're supposed to go, Yay, military people! I love it. We support the troops. We support you! Well, as it turns out, we really only support the troops when they're taking shots. When bullets are flying. Because I've talked to people about, like, you know, we're doing the KUP deployment, and everybody's first reaction is, they're not doing anything. Right. I need some action, bro. If they're not being shot at, we forget about them. And that's not right. So if we truly say we support the troops, we need to support them now. It's like a turkey drive in April. Which the 
food banks would love. They would absolutely love it. We don't think about handing over turkey in April. That's a Christmas thing. So all the food banks, and look, I'm as guilty as anybody, but all the food banks are like, okay, we got to get November and December, we got out of the way. We need we to save all this money and, and all this money and food for the next nine months. And then usually about September, we start getting the emails going, we're, we're getting close. We're getting close. We don't think about food drives until Christmas. We don't think about the troops unless there's a gun in their face. And they're still out there. And uh, the good news is that when we first started doing this, the war was still brewing and Afghanistan was still a thing. And uh, there were 1,300 or 1,400 Arizona troops stationed in that muck. And then now that everything's kind of, you know, calmed down, it's over, it's around 600 Arizona troops that will not be home for the holidays, will not be around. And by the way, like we found out last year, there was a whole group of the guard that got shot over to Iraq just to in case. Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, we still got business in bad places and we still got these guys standing there protecting our freedoms. Now, more than ever, it's important that they're there, that they're not home. And so supporting the troops is a, it's it's never it never stops really, but we only get really like and it's you know human nature to say oh there's actual peril we're hearing about them more often uh, that we get like let's give them things they need it now the guys overseas still need a, a you know it still means something to them to have something from home sent over especially because a lot of those guys during the war in Afghanistan were stationed in places that weren't really war-torn, but they were just miserable because they weren't home. Did you read last year the the, the sub-guys that, that got some of our stuff? They're stuck oh, in they're a, on a submarine for four months. Oh, see, this is I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't get that one. So we had dudes on subs. So they're for, out there. For they're 100, running, 120 yeah. days. Bottom yeah. line is they're not home. They're deployed. In case Before they see land. Yeah, if you want to say I support the troops, there's no better way to do it than when they're not expecting it. When it's just not like, oh, we're top of mind. And right now, that's a pretty important thing. So, Learner and Row, Modelo Especial, Superstar Car Wash. Uh, they're helping us out as we collect uh, supplies for Arizona military serving overseas. We do it every year on uh, on Veterans Day. And even I said during this thing, I'm like, shouldn't we switch this up? Like, they're not doing anything. And I'm like, wait a minute, what am I saying? They are doing stuff. They're doing stuff now in case stuff happens. They're, they're doing more now and paying attention to more now. It's just not these, you know, battles. And one and one of the bigger things in the last year that I've noticed is uh, our buddy uh, Anthony from Eric's Family Barbecue was he was in hell in Afghanistan. I mean, the dude has videos of he and his group bullets are flying. There's one where he sent it to me, and he he bends down to get a grenade yeah, launcher. Yeah, you showed us. That. And he's kind of punching the bottom, and his head drops just to the side, and you hear right past the the camera. And he looks back at what it hit, and he goes, whoa. That's where his head just was. And that was a sniper trying to kill him. And had it not been for a jammed grenade launcher, thanks, Lois Bitter military, <laughs> uh, he would have he moved his head, and it would have gone right through him. And that noise is like, you know what it is. Oh. It, it just goes right past, and he does his head. Woof, and he goes, whoa. And without skipping a beat, the dude's right back at it. And then texts me later, and he goes, that was one of the badass snipers uh, that uh, Al-Qaeda had. And he goes, don't worry, we got that bitch, though. And I'm like, do you think you got him? He goes, not saying, but we got him. And I'm like, all right. But those are those moments where you're like, this is just a friend of mine that comes over and watches Steelers games, runs an awesome barbecue joint over in Avondale. And in in his mind, for about seven years, life went haywire. And those are the dudes that if if stuff went down again, he'd jump right back in. 
And so there's a lot of Arizona troops just sitting there saying, I'm in on this, man. You want to shoot at me? I'm ready. And they're sitting in places you wouldn't even dream of going in peacetime. You wouldn't dare to go. You, you wouldn't want to go now if they're like, hey, you want to go hang out in uh, Tikrit for a couple hours? It's not dangerous anymore. It's like, no. Well, that's where they have to be for the holidays a lot of times. We still have people in Iraq. We still have people uh, all over the place. And, you know, there are some with the Kush gigs out there in Hawaii and San Diego. I did get one last year. It's like, hey, I got your deployment pack, man. Thank you. That means the world to me. I, I, a little message from home. I'm like, awesome. Where are you at? Pendleton. You're on the beach in San Diego. <laughs> well, I mean, we're working hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I support the troops. I support the troops. You're pissing me off a little bit. We're down here in uh, Pearl Harbor. The t- times are tough. They've been tougher in Pearl Harbor. Let's send it back. Send me those golf balls back. But today, Brett's going out to uh, 7th Street and McDowell at the Safeway. And we're going to start collecting. Let's actually be that group that says, you know what? We support the troops even though they're not top of mind. It's not just clapping for them at a Coyotes game. It's not just saying, yeah, of course I support the troops and then never doing a thing about it. Let's get them a little thing from home. They still have uh, a lot of uh, missions and stuff. And the really uh, a guy emailed me a while ago and said he spent the whole summer um, doing training in Africa. And desert stuff. Wow. And I'm like, why? And he goes, you never know. He said, we're doing desert training. He goes, why don't you do that here? And he goes, we're there. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I didn't know that, but they're out there. So they're not home with their families. A lot of them have young kids, young families, and they'd love to be home and they're not. So let's support the troops. So today you can drop off something. You go to the Safeway, and uh, we're focused today. The, the list is on our website if you want to go to 98kupd.com. Um, you know, and we're doing the same thing as always. The things they ask us for. Uh, wet wipes. They want extra socks. That's always on their list. We need extra, and underwear this year. They said, can we get some more cotton underwear? Uh, razors, dental floss, toothpaste, and toothbrushes. That's what we'll focus on today. Dental dental floss, toothpaste, and toothbrushes. They get it at their stores out there on bases and things like that. But it's a package from home to say, hey, we're thinking about you. Strangers thinking about you. Going, We know you're not with your families for the holidays, and that's when they get it. So it's usually right around Thanksgiving that these things start landing. And, uh, you know. If you say you support the troops, let's actually do it. So, And also, you can text the word PACS, P-A-C-K-S, to 97936, and you get a direct link to all the details, and that'll send you over to our Amazon wish list, yep. and you can do it online, too, so you don't have to deal with Brett and his misogyny <laughs> and racism. Brett's uh, trying to be the new owner of the Suns. But the Amazon wish list has it all on there, and you can click. I did that last year. I just clicked on all the stuff, and I'm like, this is great. And then it, uh, Puts it the thing buys over. it, sends it to us, yep. we package it, and we go. So... Pretty cool thing. And then uh, this morning, Brett's out there just to, you know, and he's got all sorts of stuff, too. He's going to have tickets to concerts and things. So if you're out in the area downtown, 7th Street and McDowell at that Safeway, uh, go say hi to Brett. Pop in there. Grab some dental floss and some toothpaste. A few bucks out of your pocket to say, yeah, I support the troops. If this is all it takes, I'm going to do it. It's very small. uh, And we don't, uh, you know, we don't pat ourselves thinking that this is going to change an entire life but those guys that came by last year to say thanks after it was all over from the military they're like you have no idea he goes even now when we're just kind of sitting there and a lot of times it's fun a lot of times we're just he said it still means something to get something from the guys from home so imagine amazon every time there's a feel you, know, you like when amazon drops off a package exactly yeah when you don't expect one yep like when the amazon guy shows up at the house and he drops a package, and I'm like, I didn't order awesome. anything. What is this? You know, and the disappointment when you see that it's not for you. Worst worst package in the world on my patio says Megan Holmberg on it. Aw, <laughs> loser. 
30 packages, yeah. not one for me. <laughs> yeah, it's like Christmas. I should put a tree by my front door and just have the guy put them on it. There's Christmas packages there. I got some new shoes yesterday, though. Check I'm wearing them today because they're my Steeler. Nice. Jordan, Jordan Lowe's. Nice. They just, there was a big drop a while ago. Those showed up yesterday. And I looked at the, I pulled into the driveway and looked over and saw the little Nike box. I'm like, wahoo! <laughs> Great. So everybody likes getting something, especially from, from a, you know, back home, where it's like, hey, they are thinking of us. We, we do matter. Even in this time when I'm like, I don't even think anybody cares. They, you guys matter. So thanks to the all the service people. It's, it's important to support when it's not top of mind. So I like that they're doing that. Uh, 7th Street and McDowell, that's where Bert is. This a.m., and, uh, you know, he's good. And if Brett doesn't work out on the show, we'll just kill him. <laughs> that's how you get rid of uh, trouble. Just kill it. Chuck Arteague, our old boss. Things weren't working out. He's gone. We killed him. Wrote him right out. Wrote him off the show, and then a year later, Boy, dead. Less than. <laughs> it was less than a year. Man. We knew when he stopped working at TikTok. Well, as I give my retirement... I can't hear him. What is that noise? Oh, that's his death clock. Louder. Now that he's not working, that's going to get real loud. So if you're on Facebook, you can also go there. I just posted a link to the KUP deployment drive on there. You can click Perfect. there, get the Amazon wish list, all that stuff. I mean... I'm no good at this. Because I'll play, I, I play the, ugh, eye roll at a sporting event because I find it, I don't know. And I sat with people in the military. I'm like, I, and, and the one guy I was sitting with, he served and he didn't get up. I'm like, you were in, get up. And he goes, I hate this. I'm like, really? He goes, I just hate this. And I'm like, is that true of all? And he goes, no, no, no. Some of these guys love this moment. I hate it because it's part of the program. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, it's part of every game. Sixth inning, we got to do the troops oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. not. There's no to the thought to it. Yeah, it's just, this is not genuine. This is for them. This is so they say they can do it. And I'm like, yeah, at a certain level it is. And also, you know, wrap your arms around it and suck it up and say at least something's being done. It is a nothing burger. It and is truly sure. not a tangible thing. But. Yeah, like you said, there there are some people that genuinely oh, some of the some of the stand up out of his, his bed his, and want he's, to acknowledge. This dude is very uh he's no longer he's jaded in a yeah. funny way. But he's like, everyone stand up. We'll force you to support the troops now. And if you don't clap, people will notice. He goes, that doesn't that's not a genuine outpouring of support. And I'm like, I see your point. And I do eye roll it sometimes because it is kind of forced, like, and there's jackasses who have had a few beers too many who get up and start waving. You know, the Suns do it at every game, and it's nice. I think it's nice. I do eye roll it because since he told me that, he goes, "Oh yeah, force the people to have a genuine moment of love because it's not real. What's real is when you actually do something, and so that's kind of what this is. I know, I know, but we got to think of those people when." When we're not thinking of them, every once in a while they pop up. You know that friend? You're like, you don't even talk to that guy in forever. I'm going to give him a call. That's what this is. Call. Don't do the pop-up. Text, actually. Text. Give him a text first. Make sure you're still friends. The reason he hasn't called you might be because he hates you. But that's what this is. We're just thinking about him when we haven't thought about him, and we should be. That's easy. What do you got in the big board of musical treats over there? Brought to you by our boys over there at Action Ride Shop on Gilbert and Southern in Mesa. I believe it's still... E-bike yeah, the, season? The raffle is, it's e-bike season. And okay. just wait for October. 
Holy Moses, what they got planned in October you is hold out eight more days. You don't have to hold out. September's deals are amazing. Oh, but October. When e-bike season turns to the e-bike fall season and the fluffier, uh, hotter Do the ones, bikes change? Yeah, they, their coats, they're warmer. <laughs> but they Fur got seats. The Santa Cruz e-bike that they're auctioning off right now, if you go there uh, to actionrideshop.com, you can do it. Uh, if you go down to the store and do it, too. You get a pair of gloves. You buy a pair of Action Ride Shop gloves. You're entered into a drawing, and the uh, the amount of people in it is limited. And this is a bike that goes for, I think, fourteen four is the price on this thing. We keep telling you, even if you don't like bikes. This is worth it. So, because uh, if you win it, you can sell it, and get you know even after taxes and stuff, you're going to come out of this thing with like nine grand. It's amazing. Uh, so, a fourteen thousand dollar bike. And if you like bikes, you haven't lived till you've had one of these bad boys. Because I'm riding the pivot version of this thing. It's not as good as this one. It's good, but it's this one's got even more than mine has, and I can't get enough of that thing. E bikes change the game, and they're fun. They're, they're not what I thought they were, which was some sort of a steroid version of bike that make oh, you're just they're cheating. a lot heavier. They're heavier, and they're you work you work hard to ride that thing, and but it gives you a little boost every once in a while. It's a little it's little wink and a little nudge, a little more terrain. Give you a little nudge, and you can do you can do some things you couldn't do before, but you still have to work to do it. It can is you not say the reason you bought it is because a guy passed you on any. Bike? Oh man, there's nothing worse when you're on a one of those Flintstone <laughs> bikes. I call them now the old schoolies. And you're trying to climb a big hill, and some guy goes by, and he's he's huffing and puffing, but for and you don't realize what's what's he got that I don't have, <laughs> and he's going, uh, uh, hey, have a good day. Uh, uh. And I'm like, yeah, you have a good day too, asshole. How are you going so fast? It's like a six hundred percent hill, and he goes by, and you're like, ah, e-bike. But he's working just as hard. He's just a little faster than because you got to pedal to make the thing kick in. So it's like right. kinetic energy. But uh, they are a blast. And this one, for for price of a raffle ticket, hey. forget it. Uh, so that's going to happen in the next couple of days. They're going to do the drawing, too. So get in on that. Santa Cruz e-bike from Action Ride Shop, uh, ready to go right now. All right, on the list, Metallica ain't my bitch. Uh, Ghost <laughs> Square Hammer. Oh. Hail the Apocalypse for the coming new owners of the Suns. Not sure what, wow. what that's about. Uh, Natural Born Killers from Dre and uh, Ice Cube. Uh, destroy Everything from Hatebreed. Sepultura Territory or Rato Matata. Danko Jones making an appearance. I think Bad Thoughts. It's uh, the first of Sarver and whoever the new owners are. Is that it? We'll have some Bad Thoughts. All right. Um, Sabaton. I think we played them once before. Yeah. Slipknot Unsainted. Trivium Black. Mushroom Head Out of My Mind. Let's Static do, X Push It. Let's do Natural Born Killers, except the Highly Suspect version. Which I, it's not a remake, it's just their new song, Natural Born Killers, which I absolutely love. I'm a big Highly Suspect fan. I'm warming up to the new album, I think it's really good. It's a combo of their original kind of rocky stuff, and then this, I call it um, Imagine Sad Dragons. Because it's, the album, that's what I've called it so far, is because it is so dark in tone, it's a, it's a tortured singer. It is a, but he's torturing the listener. Like, it's so emotionally deep dark stuff that's going on in Johnny Stevens' life that you're like, man, at a certain point, give me a pop song. Load me up with something fun here because you've been through it, man. Natural Born Killers is a great one. We're playing that one. I like this song. But uh, Yeah, I don't mind a tortured singer. I love a tortured, holy cow, what an emotional song. The next one better be about bubblegum and ice cream because if it's not and you torture me again, I'm starting to get a little bit sad. It's not supposed to make me feel bad for you. It's about 
I'm supposed to relate that we've all been through something miserable. The name of the album is The Midnight Demon Club? The Midnight Demon Club. It's a good album, though. Wow. If you're if you're a fan of Highly Suspect, I think you'll like it. But I call it Imagine Sad Dragon. Because it's got a very Imagine Dragons vibe to it. And then, but Johnny's very, very, very sad. But the songs are got power to them. But the lyrics, my goodness. There's one called Cool Kids. And the whole, it's like an anthem. And then they're just like, F- the cool kids. F- the cool kids. And it's just basically about how I was never cool in school. So F you guys. Look at me now. And it's not like I'm wildly successful. But even there's cool kids when you're an adult. So F- them too. And then he loses his mind in the middle of the song. And starts preaching about how, you know, be yourself. Even if you're weird, who cares? The cool kids and tell you have to be a certain way. It's like, Jesus Christ. But it's, I like the album. It's just, uh, a, it's a 37 year old man with lots of teenage angst. Gen Z grunge? Kinda, yeah. Only it's, yeah, grunge had that same thing, but every once in a while they'd come out with something like that. was kind of fun. Like, I don't know what Again is about by Allison Chains, but it's a fun one. Probably something horrible. Drugs. But, uh, yeah, I like the album. This song is Natural Born Killer. Highly suspect, and we're playing the hell out of this thing. Uh, let's knock this. We haven't played it in the morning, though. No. It's still testing in the daytime. <laughs> we don't want to wake you up with us. We don't start your day with a, you know. Got to be palatable. We have a diazepam and a heart attack. Uh, let's go after it. It's uh, Highly Suspect. It's 98 KUPD. Go, go. Don't be inappropriate, Brett. We're on the air. For God's sakes, the man on the phone is hard to deal with. Uh, Brett is out there this morning. He's doing nice things. Brett, uh, you're at the, uh, the KUP deployment. Listen to this. I got this email right away after just talking about uh, what you're doing, 7th Street and McDowell, while you're there. It says, uh, Dear John, as a father with a son who is a combat medic serving in the Army and stationed in Europe, thank you very much for rallying your listeners to support our military on an ongoing basis. Even though we're not engaged in a formal war, many are stationed in remote and dangerous areas that the public is unaware of and they're still far away from home. I'm very much hoping uh, I get to see my son this December, maybe January, but with what's going on in Ukraine, uh, they're keeping him close by. Everything's in the air. Thank you again for reminding people that our military is still deployed all over the world 365 days a year, and some of them are in much less desirable places and conditions than we can even imagine. Uh, Great work, boys. Sincerely, Kevin Wilson. Well, thank you, Kevin, for confirming what we've been saying. That's pretty awesome that... uh, but he took time to do that because, yeah, this is what we need to hear. This is the kind of stuff we're like, yeah, you know, we, it's not top of mind. So that's why this KUP deployment thing is so important. Again, the numbers aren't as high as they used to be, 1,400, 1,500 Arizona troops in a war zone. But like Kevin says, his son's out there as a combat medic. Ukraine is raging. We're close by. We're just, you know, we're keeping an eye on things. You never know. On the so, fringe. And a buildup in Germany. So right there within 10 minutes of talking about it. A concerned father has one of his uh, one of his family out there somewhere, and may or may not see him again until after the holidays. That's the whole point of what we're doing here today. A little gift package from home, something from home that says, "Hey guys, we know you're not in uh, in a massive, super uh, combative area, but you're still not home, and we miss you." So that's and what we send about. them nudes. No, yes. not from my phone, but from <laughs> if the magazine. you'd like to. <laughs> you know what? Sure. Sure. Let's fire off a few of those. If, not your used ones. I don't want like right. uh, April two thousand and seven Playboy Still coming in. The rapper. Where you hear you hear every time you turn a page. Oh, this one's torn. It's stuck to the last one. But yeah, I think why not? Nudie mags. So we're accepting penthouse, Playboy, all that kind of stuff too. No. <laughs> but but 
I'd hate to see that wasted. Yeah, I'd hate to see that thrown out. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if, then why not? Let's give a guy a, a stack of old nudie mags. I watched. Yeah, uh, Brett, just hand over all those wees that you have. I watched the movie Jarhead. Yo, you've got loads <laughs> wow. of wees. Wee magazine. <laughs> no. Yeah. Wee. No, we, well, that'll get our military fired up to get the hell out of it. Yuck. Those broads are gross. <laughs> to quote Brett, yuck, those broads. Ugh, yuck. Um, yeah, but yeah, let's give them our old stash. I watched the movie Jarhead. All they did was jerk off in that thing like a hundred times a day. They're bored. Nudie mags, uh, we'll slide a few in. We're not asking for them, but if you drop them off, I'm sure we could find some military guy. <laughs> if, worst case scenario, just drive them across the street to the to the reservists right over on uh, over here on 52nd. They'll know what to do. But yeah, I like That's that. Perfect. But right now, toothpaste, toothbrushes, dental floss. Today we're focusing on oral hygiene, so they have fresh breath when they meet that dream playmate. Yeah, that's right. I guess. While they're st- strolling through their Wii magazine. Yeah. Yeah, nothing worse than beating off and smelling your own breath. <laughs> I got coffee breath. Oh, I made tummy puddles and I smell like I ate a, a double crap sandwich. Sorry. Oh, Go ahead. Jesus. What? All right, we're out here at the, uh, for KB deployment, we're out here at Safeway, right here on the uh, corner of uh, 3rd Street and McDowell. This third is seventh, isn't it? Mm-hmm. No, whatever. You'll find it. But uh, come on down here way. because uh, we, yeah, I know. The big Safeway right down here on McDowell. Four it's streets long. Seventh. It's a long walk to yeah. get from the frozen uh, foods yeah. over to the perishables, but the big Safeway. <laughs> That's right. But, yeah, we, we are taking all those uh, donations for our boys in the military right now. And, you know, like we are, we are focusing on dental floss, toothpaste, and toothbrushes. But, look, we got a whole list on the website. So, like, if you want to drop some extra stuff off, too, to get a head start on, you know, next week's draw, that, that's completely fine. We're out here uh, with our with our partners, Lerner & Row, Modelo, uh, Superstar Car Wash, and, of course, Safeway and Albertson. So, come on out here. Make those donations. And, uh, you know, while you're out here, we'll be signing you guys up for some concert tickets. I got some bandanas and all the fun stuff that entails. But uh, it is going on here. Safeway. 340 East McDowell. So 340 is 340, so. Brett. Three, I know. 340 isn't a, a thing. That's all Brady's numbers. Let's look at Brady's account. Great math work. You just, you just, you I just taught him well. You needed a number. The Brady report. <laughs> <laughs> it's at 30. What's your address? 340. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Omaha. Omaha. Listen, Peyton. Yeah. All right. Anyway, three 340 <laughs> is what we call that in America. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that, too. Yeah, that's the one. It's the giant Safeway that, that evidently takes up from 7th Street to 3rd Street. It's never-ending Safeway. But, yeah, um, just look for the Safeway. You'll yeah, see me. It's, you can see it from space. It's so big. Uh, all right, Brett, nice job. We'll talk to you later. Well done. Right. Brett's out there this morning hanging out and doing the KUP deployment, which is great. Just got an email. It said, man, you say support the troops, those nudie magazines. This is great idea. We used to pass them along to the next guy in line at the crapper. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> done. All yours, bruh. Picks for Patriots, John. I'm starting the hashtag today. That's Sean Hannity. A tear just ran down his eye. (laughs) They're running up and down, you know, tunnels to towers and picks for Patriots are their two big movements. I mean, that my pillow guy just showed up. He's in our parking lot. Oh, you guys are on it. Picks for Patriots. It is something, though, that quietly you'd be like, that's probably something they'd like more than toothpaste. Uh, He's a jerk man. Great articles. (laughs) Because I bet you their internet stinks. And they're probably like us. They're probably not allowed to look at it. You don't think Elon's of. got them, the super high pipeline satellite Maybe. internet? I don't know what they've got going on. But the magazines are probably pretty good. Either way, we'll find a home for them. 
Although yeah. officially we're not really right. accepting them. Mm. You know us better than that. Uh, don't waste Brett's time. Standing out there doing a nice thing and uh, go visit him. If you're in the area, That's there's nothing, no skin off your back to wander into that Safeway and buy a tube of toothpaste and say, here you go, thanks, guys. Also, i got to say thanks to the guys. I, I, I met with uh, the gang over at uh, Wilderness Athlete. And uh, they're going to send over a whole bunch of hero packs this oh, year, too. Awesome. And this today, for me, with the barometric pressure or whatever the hell's going on out there. What are you talking about? Oh, when it rains a little bit, and the, it's proven, Sciatica. Toledo. That, no, what's the matter with you? He's just saying words. 340. The, the barometric pressure, it's proven that will uh, mess with your head a little bit uh, and make you sleepy. And so I woke up this morning, I'm like, oh, the rain. It's, it's just this hero, I'm fine. Love these things. So, hero packs on rainy days, especially as we're discovering. Oh, my goodness. I also have to read you this text. And I'll cure your sciatic, evidently. John, I need to let you know that uh, something from your show that I used yesterday. Okay. I have a lot of pointless meetings at my work. Right. You have no idea yep. the great looks that you get in a meeting simply by uttering the phrase, out of nowhere, pass it to him, gakak. <laughs> pass it to him, gakak, yeah. That was a moment from yesterday's show. We had a seven-foot-one-inch Zulu tribesman playing center at Sunny Slope High School. He suggests you try it today in your meetings. Yeah, just say, look, uh, we can sit and uh, throw this all around. Uh, all these ideas are good ideas, but what we really need to do here is pass it to him, Gakak. <laughs> what does that mean? You know what it means. We got a seven-foot-one center. Why are you shooting? It's forward thinking. Yeah. It's Out center thinking. Yeah. Pass it to him, Gakak. Always pass to Umgaka. If you've got an Umgaka on your team, pass it to him. He's going to make it. One more about the magazines. John, just so you know, in the Navy, we would laminate those magazine pages to waterproof them. Smart. Take them in the shower. And that's, oh, God. (laughs) You had a laminator? You are resourceful. That's pretty... That's yeah. super Mark work. Mark Randall was, was, a, was a Navy guy. We had a laminate. He laminated He's a, everything. Laminated everything. We're still using That's his where he couches. Got so this little book that I have, Mark built these, and they still have the even his original ones yep. with the plastic cover for every piece of paper. That's why he was a Navy guy. There was a jerk off <laughs> spray everywhere, and the Navy guys had to cover Couldn't up. Be able to wash up. It's like a Gallagher show. <laughs> it's like going to SeaWorld. That's what the Navy should change their name to: the SeaWorld guys. Uh, the Bray Report is coming up. It's brought to you by Hooters and Bud Light. Uh, it is Thursday, and the Steelers are playing the Brownies, and you can watch that at Hooters, even though it's difficult for a lot of people to figure out this Amazon thing because your TVs are hooked up. Like, my whole deal can't happen now because it has to be integrated into my system for sound as well and then programmed into my RTI remote because Amazon is progress. No, it's not. I used to turn the TV on, and there was a game. Wow. Now it's turn the TV on, go to Amazon. Uh, turn your external source Which speakers user? off. Yeah. Which user? Well, that beyond that, it's I've got an external source audio that goes into the system that makes the whole sound system go. And now I have to go through the TV sound because the Amazon's not hooked up through that because I didn't have Amazon on these TVs before. So I got to go through the. So Steven Sainer and my guys at Sainer Sound are going to be like, we got to we got to hook this up better. So by the time they're done hooking up my stuff, are they there now it's going to be amazing. No, I'll have it done for next year's Amazon games. <laughs> Because <laughs> the only Steelers Thursday nighter is tonight. Right. So I'm going to make sure that that gets done lickety split. So wait, what's what's the plan for tonight then? You've got no sound? Just, I can watch it. I just can't put it in the bar. Oh. So I can, on the other TVs, it just goes through the TV gotcha. sound. Through this, and that's what a lot of bars are having problems with, right. is they can't get the sound. Because it's through the internet, so that it has to go through the, no TV at a bar 
has its sound. It's all piped into the right. you know right, a right. different system. It goes the through central the central brain. That so you, you just have it to. Up. It's not hard. You just have to program it. And I don't know how to program my remote because it is elaborate for this room I've built on with all these TVs and stuff. Pain in the ass. They say it's progress, but it's the clunkiest progress I've ever seen. It's just digital masturbation. They're patting themselves in the back going, look at us. We're streaming. Well, you know, it was working before. Having it on TV. I loved that. Poor Skip Katero is in his mid-70s. He's in a panic. He's, he hasn't missed a Steelers game since, you know, before Chuck Knoll. And he's like, I don't know how to watch this stuff. He's like, well, you got to go to Amazon. What, the, the, I got to go to the packaging place? No, no, no. There's a t- <laughs> he, he was going to drive out to the fulfillment center and see. They're like, what do I do? <laughs> like, I used to like to turn the TV on. It's not an old Chasing man Chasing a guy down in the yeah. truck. So yesterday he was real proud of himself. I figured out that Amazon. You still don't have sound. I'm like, well, you got to turn off your receiver, turn your TV sound back on. I'll get it. But everybody's all in a panic because nobody can watch. But we'll see. I don't know what's going on. But Hooters has the game, so you can go there. Uh, and you can uh, get some football specials. $2 off any 10 wings uh, and drink specials all day. You get a whole bunch of stuff. So if you get 10 wings, it's 2 bucks off of them every time you get 10. I, I would order 30. That's a $6 savings. I don't know the math on that, but it's pretty good. <laughs> a percent of something. I think it's three thirty-four zero percent Something like nice. that. I'm not sure. Uh, it's 7.46. Brady, report it. Good Thursday morning, TV Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Big day today, John. National Ice Cream Cone Day. So just go in, buy a cone, celebrate it. Well, no, the ice cream cone has to have ice cream in it or it's not an ice cream cone. Just buy the cone. No, because that's just cone day. Yeah, it's dry cone. And National White Chocolate Day. (laughs) Because an ice cream cone isn't an ice cream cone without ice cream in it. Because I can put meat in it. Right. Does it say ice cream cones on the package or does it just say cones for ice cream? Cones. I think it just says cones. There's probably some say ice cream. Sugar cones is what I think. Sugar cones. That's what it is. Since uh, it is the <laughs> very upset first official day of culinary the, argument. God damn it. An ice cream cone's an ice cream cone. Autumn Equinox. Mm-hmm. Got some fun facts. The first day of fall, the Autumn Equinox, almost always happens on the 22nd or 23rd. Sometimes it's the 21st or 24th because of leap years, but right. not often. The last time was in 1931, and it won't happen again until 2092. We won't see it. Is it autumnal or autumn equinox? Autumn equinox. Okay. Hmm. Autumnal. Is it autumnal? I would assume that's true, too. I guess maybe I should say both ways. but Equinox means equal night, but we don't really get the exact 12 hours of daytime today. It's more like 12 hours and 10 minutes. Of daytime? There is a day when it happens, though, called the Equilux. For most of us in the U.S., it's next Monday or Tuesday. The Equilux is the uh, it's the one step up from the Equinox, and it is Ooh. leather seats. Oh, man. Oh, I love the Equinox. It's the new Ford Equilux? No, it's nice. It's the, it's just, a, it's just a, a spicier package if you get it. I mean, it's a little more expensive. But. How many leaves fall every year? It's impossible to know, but someone ballparked it anyway. 200 billion trees in the U.S. That's a ballpark. 200,000 leaves each. Ballpark. So around 40 quadrillion leaves. Okay. Guy just made up numbers. Specific. Nobody's going to question it. No one would ever go, nuh-uh, you're way off. No one's even taking time for it. And who is the OCD specialist that needed to know the answer to that? 
four quadrillion leaves. You can't even imagine. 40. You don't even know what quadrillion is. I could say one, and you'd be like, that's probably about right. 40 quadrillion or one quadrillion? Does it matter after a quadrillion? <laughs> You're just swimming in leaves, man. Last month, uh, this woman that lives in Denver, Colorado, Raquel Aiken, she lost the engagement ring her fiancé gave her before he passed away a while back. So she was devastated. But luckily, some dude found him in the mud. The She lost a tennis court oh. and couldn't find it. And this dude comes up and uh, further down the line, you know, a month later. Yeah, it wasn't the guy that the died. The dude's name is Dude. Oh, cool. Dude Algeen. He happened to be uh, heading to his third job. And he sees the ring in the mud, picks it up, and he's like, I thought about pawning it or selling sure. it. Sure. Uh, but he saw the inscription on it and ended up tracking her down. Got well, the dead ring back. The, the inscription didn't say, even though you're dead, you'll live forever. Because then dude's thinking, she's single. Dude all game. <laughs> dude, dude saw a tiny ring. She's got skinny fingers and she's single. Because the inscription said, gone but not forgotten or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Dude had ulterior motives, or he was going to keep that diamond. Must have been a real cruddy ring for a guy named Dude not to pawn it. We've had uh, some cool collabs going on. Southwest Airlines did a collab with Guitar Center. Collab is collaboration for all you folks who are on Skippers Brady. Get with it, man. <laughs> anyway, the promotion was a uh, <laughs> a flight from Southwest Airlines. They were. Um, from California to Hawaii, mm-hmm. everyone on the plane got a ukulele and a 20-minute lesson during the flight. Oh, how annoying was that? The people were uking like crazy. On did you see the uh, the guy who punched the flight attendant the other day? Oh, I did. I yeah. mean, flat out punched from, the flight from behind, attendant. right? It was yeah. a sucker punch. Yeah, it was a complete sucker yeah. punch. And here's the fun of that. On ukulele flight, he had a weapon. Yeah. They handed it to him. Smash him in the head with a ukulele. Last thing I'm doing is giving people on a Southwest plane a, a blunt object. So uh, Amtrak also, I don't know if it's trolling, but they, uh, so Southwest sent out a picture of the flight. Yeah. Here's everybody with their ukuleles heading to paradise. Yeah. <laughs> it says uh, we teamed up to give with Guitar Center to get everybody a, a right. ukulele. Amtrak tweets out, uh, by the way, we have a quiet car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. I don't need... <laughs> I don't need 147 people practicing ukulele on a five-hour flight. No. Southwest insists that everyone put their ukulele away after the 20-minute lesson. Oh. Oh, or what? <laughs> right. You take it, it away from right me? Off. You're getting out. You're not going to Hawaii, buddy. But now everyone can play Hello, Aloha, How Are You? Ugh. And Meli Kaliki Maka. Yeah. No, get- they didn't get that deep. Welcome to Qantas Airlines. You might have all noticed that we've given you a didgeridoo. Oh, my God. For the next 18 hours, you're going to use this giant bat as a, as a musical instrument. <laughs> now we're going to learn a song called, Hey, My Wife's Gutted Rabbit on uh, glorious didgeridoo. Indigenous to the people of Australia, the dreaded ABBA. We've got another collab, Little Debbie's, with Kellogg's teamed up. For Nutty Buddy Cereal. Whoa. This is from your feed. Oh, <laughs> nutty Buddy Bars. Yeah, I know what a Nutty Buddy is. Settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start talking to me like we're looking at porn together, weirdo. You know Nutty Buddies are? Yeah. Ew, gross. You're going to get some on my shoes, aren't you? <laughs> You're the guy that talks to me in the 
porn theater. You know what that is? Yes. Vagina. Now stop talking to me. Nutty Buddy cereal is thick. <laughs> Nutty Buddies are candy bars. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of candy bars. It's a bar of candy. That's a candy Mini. bar. No. Add some milk <laughs> and crunch. Yeah. Crunch goes all of your arteries. <laughs> nutty Buddy cereal. Just have a Nutty Buddy. And I- look at Brady's Target advertising there on the bottom, <laughs> too, by the way. Look at that. The algorithm advertising to Brady is crumble cookies, Krispy Kreme donuts, and Mountain Dew energy. <laughs> it's not. More po- more posts from candy hunting where Brady visits. Candyhunting.com. That was the link? That's the page on Instagram Brady got it off of. Candy hunting. These are your algorithm. Hey, you might want a crumble cookie or a Krispy Kreme donut to go along with your 47 grams I of do. sugar in your Mountain algorithm. Dew. This is a good clickety clack. I'm going. He's a cool dude. Algorithm. Yeah. Algorithm. <laughs> the Krispy Kreme. Your favorite collab. Seven Eleven has teamed up with Crocs. There's uh, three pairs available. Seven um, Eleven shoes. Crocs. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Mega Crush clog. It's off the uh, slushy machines. I know what that is. Um, Your you, Croc family. Fifty dollars, uh, seventy bucks for the Mega Crush. Is that a good price? Hundred and ten. Whoa! For the top level, yeah, it goes hundred and ten, seventy, and fifty for that squishy. Yeah, there's bone? three versions. I can see you in them. Oh yeah, you could. The other thing about Crocs is people are wondering, you know, since they're made out of recycled yeah. corn, I think can you eat them if you're, you know, comes down to survival? Stop worrying Who's about wondering that? The, the guy wondering, wondering that, that is the guy saying, "Can you eat my shoes?" Just so you know, you cannot. <laughs> right. He's just, tried it just because they're not very good, yeah. even with Brady's expired sauce. Still, really tough to digest. I would sooner <laughs> look take at the, those. I, gems. I would sooner take the tops off of igloo, styrofoam igloo coolers and tie ropes around my feet and walk with those <laughs> than I'd put Crocs on. It would be less embarrassing to walk around with uh, newspapers and string as shoes than Crocs. Especially Crocs with uh, convenience store logos on them. <laughs> yeah. You really will have Circle K feet, which is oh, a real man. thing. Yeah, Girls with Circle K feet are real. Now you can have Circle K <laughs> shoes, accessories. Uh-oh. That's ridiculous. The other link. Margar- Margaritaville that Crocs. Fits. Well, that's just that an, tracks. Yeah, that makes sense. That's dead on the money. <laughs> Margaritaville Crocs. Well, what am I going to do if I get Margaritaville Crocs with my 40 other pairs of Crocs? <laughs> if you go to Margaritaville, you've already got Crocs. Something for all occasions, John. Yeah. The latest research on sleeping found that people who experience frequent bad dreams... In the middle age, in middle age, may experience a faster rate of cognitive decline, and uh, be at a higher risk of dementia as they get older. Research came out of the University of Birmingham, and uh, they studied people middle age. They're saying thirty-five to sixty-four. Middle age, sixty-four. You're going to live to be one hundred and twenty-eight. That's not middle of anything. That's end. Most people experience bad dreams from time to time. But approximately 5% of adults experience nightmares, dreams distressing enough to wake them up at least once a week. Stress, anxiety, and sleep deprivation all are potential triggers. But uh, previous research in people with Parkinson's disease also linked 
to the distressing dreams if you have them at least once a week. Sixty-four is not even in the middle third. You got maybe 12, 13 years left. And they did another 2,600 people aged 79 and older. That's that middle. They still woke up in the middle of the night. Don't care. So wait, 79-year-olds being tested for whether or not they're at risk for Alzheimer's? Guess I'm no doctor, but let me tell you, you're at risk. You're at really high risk. Well, what's great is you can, it's easy to test them because they sleep all throughout the day. Right. (laughs) Just go over and tap a vein they can't feel. Got his blood again. That was easy. We've got this mother in Ohio that's been charged with manslaughter. Brooke Hunter, 23 years old, charged with manslaughter after second child dies from co-sleeping. Oh. She had a baby. I don't know if you remember this. I yeah. thought we, she co-sleeps with a baby, sleeps with it, and rolled over. She killed it by smooshing yeah. it. Two years later, has another baby. Did it again. Yes. She's smooshing babies. Like, okay. Not an accident anymore. Fool me once. You squish two babies. Second one's murder. Yeah. Especially if you use the same MO. That's a serial killer. So, I'll, I'll give you the mistake once that you rolled over and squished your kid. You do it a second time, you just don't know how to quiet a child properly. <laughs> well, I guess you do. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> mission accomplished, I mean, man. Yeah. It's a bit extreme. It's fairly permanent, but that kid's never going to cry again. Is she a fat woman? She's no, this fat, is Brooke. Is she good looking? Nope. The answer to the second question, also no. She's only 23 and she smushed two kids? Yeah. This is because they banned abortion, isn't it? <laughs> I, don't worry about that. I got a plan. <laughs> I'm going to have it. She's skinny. I'm shocked. That baby could have squirmed out of there. There's not- Any baby worth its weight would have gotten out from under her. <laughs> tactical black could have helped. That's exactly right. And they have tactical, tactical little baby. tactical black would have helped out a lot. You know, wiggle and squirm, shrimp your way out of that mess. I don't know if this is your boy Ian Schwartz or not, but uh, John, meteorologist here, no. and jump back a little bit. It is autumnal equinox. Yeah, that's what I thought. Please tell Bogey. Well, he had it written down. It's not his fault. They wrote it wrong on the thing. What would you rather go to, John? The ukulele flight or Kirby's uh, Zulu Warrior Band recital? Oh my god! Oh man! If I'm guaranteed 20 minutes on the flight and it's done? If they trained us to play what Gilbert Christian School did, Zulu, Zulu tributes on the ukulele, <laughs> I'd rather be on the flight. Otherwise, I'm going to Brady's racist kid party. <laughs> that is still... I just did anybody the, call you yesterday or talk to you about this? Nope. You didn't I, get a letter? Did I Kirby get shunned? Explanations after, I want to talk to the band leader. Yeah. Why are you, why are you trying to get fired? I just hate it here. How did you know? I'm like, because you're a white middle-aged guy doing Zulu warrior <laughs> tributes at Gilbert Christian. Is he middle-aged? Is he's he younger? He's younger. Oh, uh-oh. What's, he's, he's, he's enlightened. In his 20s or 30s? He's enlightened. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's trying to get fired. Though. He knows better. He's good. He's good at what he does. <laughs> he's not. I've heard his work. It's terrible. <laughs> and yeah, Award-winning. Award-winning by what standard? The parents the, who of... Who choreographed yeah, it? Yeah. Because yeah, the cho- going yeah, along did with he it. do the choreography, too? <laughs> no, no, it has to be wider. <laughs> Hand, like hula dancing. Why are we hula dancing to Zulu Warrior? Just do it. Those you, are the moves. This is what white kids do to Zulu music. You hula dance. God, God damn, damn it. it. Get in there and dance. Ah. He doesn't use that language. Gars darn it. Hula to the right. 
Mormon Christian candy? Hold it to the left. Now, Jaden, run across. Oh, run across as a toucan and do the screen. practice no cussing. Very good, Jaden. Hula to the left. Hula to the right. <laughs> Hit your chest and go. No. Yes, it's Zulu tribal. We at Gilbert Christian like it authentic, except for with all those blacks. We can do Zulu stuff with white kids, the way it was meant to be. <laughs> I understand Zulu the winner. Zulu stuff with white kids. <laughs> yeah, that's what they should call it next time. It should be on the program. <laughs> Gilbert Christian presents Zulu stuff with the white kids, the way it was meant to be, as God planned it. Bless you all. Long live the king. I understand the winter concert as uh, hoop dancing, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> and today, oh. the white kids are oh, 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 them tosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, them tosh, as done by the white kids. My grandmother's seen this movie before. It's all the best parts of diversity without all the diversity. <laughs> With zero <laughs> diversity. With zero diversity. Sure, we can do all that stuff. They call it appropriation. We call it, we don't want them in here. Yeah, that guy's doing a terrible job. I don't know who he is. Brady. No way. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know you don't like to offend people. Oh, he's, uh, but he's, he's a that's, great job. Does he? Sure. Yeah. He's going to get fired for his great job. I was job. impressed. Barbershop quartet. <laughs> Your bar is low, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed. So scared <laughs> that the no, guy's going to go tap his toe. So, I guess you didn't like Zulu Warrior night, huh? <laughs> Rumor has it you've been on the radio talking bad about me. Well, you probably shouldn't have done Zulu Warrior night time. Just saying. <laughs> oh, really? So now I can have a white man and Gilbert can't do Zulu Warrior night with your children. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> hmm. Looks like somebody's racist. Ow, my. Oh, jeez. You're right. My child wasn't involved with that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah, how you know it's wrong. Orchestra. I got how, nothing to do with that. That's how you know it's wrong, and the guy's doing a terrible job, is you're immediately dismissing any connection to angel. it. Oh, we didn't do it. My angel had nothing, no. to, do. My angel had nothing to do with Zulu Travel Warrior Night at Gilbert Christian. <laughs> you scrambling is my favorite part of this. You trying to not just be honest and go, yeah, that was terrible. That was a bad idea. Well, it wasn't terrible. It was a version of it. it? But as far as the song selection. Let me tell you this. If a Zulu warrior was in there, he'd be like, what is going on? This is terrible. White kids hula dancing to Zulu tribal music. The the, the Zulus would be furious. That's why it's terrible. It did look like hula moves. (laughs) But I don't know. Because that's all it can do. Those could have been authentic Zulu moves. I don't know. You know how you'd know? Consult a Zulu. But they're not going to do that, are they? Maybe the choir director knows. Then why didn't he bring him out? He should have brought a Zulu out and said, hey, here's the reason why you guys should be mad at me. Because I I got one. (laughs) Trapped him. I trapped him last month, and then he taught me some of the hula moves. Oh, the Zulu. Yeah. There (laughs) there's the Zulu Warriors. (laughs) This is Gilbert Christian recital uh, Monday night. Did it sound or look anything like that, Brady? They, you know, if they would have had shields, it would have been better. No, look at the moves. Just did they did the moves. Yeah, they did a couple of those. No, they didn't. They did a turnaround. They didn't do the knee. No, white people don't have spines to do what these but, guys you know, are doing. This, is a, this isn't the only dance they have. Uh-huh. There's all sorts of moves. Well, you know what I know from Zulu Warrior Night at Gilbert Christian? That they do only have one dance, and it's the hula. And they weren't topless either. Make it authentic. Oh, man, look at right? the hands on that one. <laughs> I didn't even realize those were women. <laughs> Holy smokes, that lady's got some biggins. 
And there's the uh, Zulu choir director. Brett is so mad he's missing yeah, right is, now, by the way. Yeah, oh, Brett would be in hysterics. <laughs> All right. I'll give you another yeah. one. So Again, just white people in the audience watching let that. Me, they can watch the authentic. Now, if you bought up a bunch of eighth grade kids from Gilbert, here's another one. This looks nothing like Zulu Warrior Night at Gilbert Christmas. That is tight. <laughs> can you just say for me, Brady, out loud? <laughs> that was a really bad idea. And they didn't do a very good job. I I would be upset if I was a Zulu warrior and I saw that dancing because like it's not anywhere close would to you the be intensity upset that is going on right now. That the video. choir was trying to do the songs. Okay, so that's a that's a troop there. That's the kangaroo Zulu dancer. They tour the country. Okay, well you know what they don't go Gilbert because we've got a guy for that. Are you saying that makes them less authentically Zulu? No. All I need you to say is that that yeah, was a they've sold out. pretty terrible idea. <laughs> oh, sir. Good. They're yeah. the bubblegum pop of Zulu Warriors. They're, they're the, the insane. They're basically the, the K-pop, the Z-pop we call it. Just say out loud, we shouldn't have done that. It was a bad idea, and it was really, it was bad. Okay, it did cross my mind. <laughs> That's why you little, I don't know that it really, got a little uncomfortable. I don't know that it crossed your mind until... We started to really drill it into your head how no, horrible. Because you've got rose-colored glasses. This is I wouldn't, nice. have, I wouldn't nice. have played that. I no, I know. Yeah. I knew you knew. Yeah. But deep down, you were trying to make it like better than it was until the blanket of reality hit you as hard as it could, and its name is John. Brady, in your many <laughs> travels, please go to Zululand and report back when they yeah. do whiteface and sing Grease the Musical. <laughs> I have tears. They are multiplying. And I'm losing control. The Zulu power. And they do that dance. You're I'll get involved blinding. with that production. It's electrifying. <laughs> what is electricity? You better shape up. Because of course. I need a Zulu man. And now the Zulu high school will do our annual production. Of West Side Story. John, please burn this tape because I'm pretty pretty sure Brady just said he wanted to see a high school girl topless. Yeah, well, we all do. Whoops. That's why barely legal is a thing. Just missed it. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I know you know, but you still won't say it was terrible. Is because you don't want to offend the guy that should be fired. Well, yeah, he's got three more years with yeah, this guy. Yeah, uh, this guy's <laughs> hanging around. But he, he's got three more weeks with this guy if anybody does their job over there. But, you know, is there more of a pass in the uh, choir singing oh. when you're singing hymns? Like Amazing Grace or something like that? I don't know if that was... Why, why was is that? Amazing Grace I don't know. Was, who, who wrote Amazing Grace? Well, it's not about who but, wrote it. Like, it's but, what it represents. Brady. songs that choirs yes. do? If, if you had a group of people who are, let's like, say... let's go down to the river or... Have no knowledge of the religious song they're singing and they put it together, you're going to well, offend they did, the religion. they did have knowledge. He described the song and what Brady. it was about. Should they have done that? Yeah. <laughs> you're wrong. That's a good... Yeah, you, you were right to dismiss Kirby. My daughter had nothing to do with that. was the first smart thing you've said about this. We watched it because it was crazy town... You can't do that. And no amazing. You were making a wild false uh, comparative. No, I'm not. I'm, yes, I'm, you I'm, are. I'm, amazing I'm, Grace being sung by somebody who didn't, isn't the exact same color as the person who wrote it, is an insane but, but comparison. But that might have been you won't by, say Negro spiritual because that's right. what he wants Yeah, you want to say Negro spirituals if white people sang them. And it shouldn't be done. Right. 
You're right. Yeah. The original me Nixon. singing, me singing in, in church no, after church. Swing okay. Negro spirituals? No, it's not. Some of them not. No, it's not. Nobody sings swing low, tote dead bards, lift dead bill. Nobody's doing all those spirituals in white churches without feeling the wrath of it. You can't. You're not going to do that. They're slave songs. They actually call them that. If you had a group of white people, swing low, sweet ch- you're just like, ugh, this is weird. Shouldn't do that. You know that. But a Negro uh, spiritual <laughs> right. uh, that's praising God or whatever. That's a Those are the ones song. I'm talking yeah. that are sung in the... I'm not talking about... But you then you've got to be very careful with that. Because right? if it's under the category of Negro spiritual, a group of white choir kids shouldn't be doing it. I'm not saying... Good music is good look, music, I'm not child. saying I disagree with it. Yeah. That you can sing a good song. But I'm saying in 2022, don't be the idiot that gives that a try, crosses his arms and says, how come I can't sing it? You're going to lose. There's no argument back at that. My kid sings Negro spirituals. Why? Where's the connection? Beyonce gets uh, in trouble for having, uh, like, cornrows. Yeah, the hair. Because she's not black enough. And then, then, you know, I get... Kim Kardashian can't have a tan. She's culturally appropriating. You get a group of kids from Gilbert Christian singing Nero Spirituals, you're going to go to jail, man. Let alone jump right past Negro Spirituals and head over to Africa and start doing Zulu songs. Great tribe. <laughs> That's right. We can't even have the Cleveland Indians anymore, Brady. But you think that Zulu warrior music sung by 8th grade Christians in Gilbert, Arizona is like, yeah, that's not a thing. Don't put that on me, man. I'm not. And you're smart to say that. You distance yourself from that and at least say, whew, people need to lose their jobs. Just for safety's sake. Do I think a guy needs to lose his job over No, neither of us do. But for safety's sake, you have to have that opinion. Shut your pie hole. Yeah, don't dig your feet in on this one. Just go, yep, he was wrong. If he does lose his job, you're not fighting for him. I don't think he should lose his job. But if he did, I wouldn't be surprised for Zulu Warrior Night. (laughs) Is Brady defending? It's funny to say. Is Brady defending cultural appropriation? Yes. His blood sugar must be low. 100 cc's yeah. of expired sauce stat. Yes, tons of it going on. I don't understand why you can't do Negro spirituals if you're a white. I can. I can. The word Negro's involved. You know what we can't do? You know what we can't do, Brady? Let's put a team together, dress up as the Kansas City Monarchs, and do a tribute to Negro baseball as like nine white There guys. you go. Yeah. There you go. It wouldn't fly. I'm in. The Nashville of course crawdads. you are. You love it. Yeah, the crawdads versus the monarchs. Well, they're all white. Sure, they're all white. It's a celebration of Negro this baseball. This is one of their favorite songs. <laughs> they loved this stuff back in the day. How can we think any black guys? Ew, why would we do that? Brady, let me try this comparison for you. Maybe you'll understand the problem. <laughs> would you let a Mexican put a cow head in your smoker at your 4th of July barbecue? Yes. Sure. He would. <laughs> That's a bad idea. All are welcome. Yeah. There's something smoked. Yes. Brady would smoke. Head. Look, let me tell you this. Brady would smoke a Barbacoa, Mexican. Baby. If a Mexican had another Mexican to put on the grill. I don't know what they smell like when they're cooking beans. Let's do it. If it's the smoker, Brady is the, the, the question isn't about... Now, if he brings the Shamoy Mega over, I don't want that on the grill. It's it's, it's sort of like if you had a bunch of uh, black friends and they were having a party and they said, bring a dish, and you brought 
chicken wings and collard greens. They'd be like, we don't want that from you. I've never been told that before. You've never been invited to that party. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bingo. You're not going to that party. (laughs) You've never been invited. Don't start acting like you're, you know, the UN over there. You moved to Gilbert for a reason. There's no black gathering that you're the only white guy at. And they don't want your version of collard greens. Trust me. Even your fraternity, they know the secret. Yes, If your friend brings them over. If the white guys bring collard greens to a black party, it's offensive. No, no. The black guy brought the chicken wings and collard greens over. That's his. Our, that's his cultural. Great. That's then, his food. But learning to if you make them, what's wrong with? If the, he brings soul food to your thing, yeah, yeah okay, it's not offensive. What's the, he makes soul food? You don't. So you're doing. Why it. can't I make soul? Food? Because you don't you're have appropriating soul. and you're soulless. <laughs> you're soulless because you go to kids Zulu warrior parties. <laughs> you don't bring collard greens to a, a party uh, that is all African Americans, only a white one, because it makes it look like you're almost making fun of it. No, that's, I, I that's absolutely. what appropriation is. I don't like, like it, I but that's what that is. It's like, oh, I see. Would you bring certain fruits to that party? Yeah, yeah exactly. I would. <laughs> oh, my God. God, it's good that Brett's not here. <laughs> but I think we can all agree on one thing. Brady might be an idiot. <laughs> Defending this. It's All I have to say is, this is a terrible idea. It shouldn't be done. It was done. Hilarious. Move on. And the proper thing. Kirby wasn't involved. I just sat and watched. If people, if heads roll, I won't be I surprised. Yeah. Plenty of Stop saying it's songs. okay because you're afraid to offend the guy that needs to be kind of brought to light on that. Not his name or anything, but then, he's dancing a thin line there. I don't know his name. Right, good. I should. All right. You know what his name's going to have in front of it? Former director of the choir, Gilbert Christian High. <laughs> Zulu Warrior Night. What if I came to you and said, hey, tomorrow I'm going to do a tribute to the Zulus all morning long? I don't know. We should be doing that. Oh, wait till you see what let's I got cooked up. You would not say, let's do it. You'd be scared to death. Why, why are you doing the tribute? Because uh, it's fun. And I know a guy, a Zulu. I know and one. And he was a friend of yours? Uh, yeah, I know one. He's not coming in. He's not coming in. I'm just going to do it. Like if he passed away or something. Yeah, I wouldn't go to you. To because, no. <laughs> did your did this guy's friend pass away? No, I don't event? know. But I'm no. saying like no. Brady. The it's answer just... is not why or what's going on. It's like no, John. We're not going to do f- Zulu tribute on the morning show. That's the answer. It doesn't matter why. Check that one off. That idea is terrible and shouldn't be done. <laughs> Indian tribal dances. Uh, we couldn't even have Chief Wahoo because it was offensive. Errol mad that Indian got at me when I laughed at his rain yeah. dance. There is his. He was doing a. He was, he was blessing the show. Yeah, he was doing a blessing. You interrupted I, the blessing. I didn't interrupt the blessing. At the end, I said something. He goes, "Hey, this is serious." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! The show's not. I didn't know that. I thought you guys were in on it." He got pissed, and he was right. Unlike you. The yogurt company, Siggy's, will pay one person $50,000 to move to Iceland for a simpler life. For the job, you'll share your experience working within their new four-day work week. You'll learn what it's like to live in Iceland. You need to Iceland have a pretty good. valid passport, sure. strong writing skills, a passion for photography, and adaptable nature. You can apply uh, at Siggy's.com. I have a passion for photography. It doesn't mean I'm good at it. I like taking pictures. You can do it. But I think I'm pretty terrible at it. 
By the way, the uh, guy from the school just emailed the director. His name's Justin. Good morning, John. Look, you can bash me all day long, but I've seen Black Panther three times. Don't act like I don't know what's going on over there in Africa. That's true. I'm sorry. He's a Black Panther viewer. He felt uh, he, he could pull this off. They were mad at the movie In the Heights for not having dark enough Puerto Ricans in it. Look at all these whitewashed Latinos. Movie's great. It's just a bad idea. Do I want to see it? Oh, baby, do I? Should it happen? Probably not. That's why I want to see it. You think I want to go to a kid's choir for the talent? I want to go when they're when they're stepping in giant piles of Zulu. <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> I'd go to any high school production that's like, tonight, cultural appropriation. Let's get to some brilliant videos. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Go ahead. The first one, uh, which one we open up with? I don't know. What do you want to do? Um, let's go with the... Uh, go with the dancer. The, go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a real quick one, but Uh-oh. this is what happens when um, a biggin jumps on your back at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're talking Lizzo big. And that's okay to say. Yeah, no, that is okay to say. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, <laughs> Can't support it. No. I mean, she's a good 240. Chose the wrong guy. Dude's maybe 170 pounds, and she tries to piggyback without him knowing about it. Form tackle. Loses a yard. <laughs> That is an attack. That isn't a fun moment. Oh, speaking of, holy cow. All right, this is a bull. Oh, oh, Rod, look at this guy running away. The bull gets him. Is this at Gilbert Christian uh, football is, field? The, uh, one number they didn't do. So they come in. The cars come in to get, distract the bull. Now the guy runs around, jumps on the hood. He's having a tough time climbing on it. Yeah, because the bull broke his legs. I don't know, because, you know, he finally gets... On through the tire on the back, and now he's on the roof. Rescue! He's rescued, right? Let's pull away, but don't pull away too fast. Shoot him off the top of that blazer! Oh yeah, there goes Tumbelina! Oh, and here comes the bull! But the bull doesn't do anything because he's looking at the other. Bull was furious. Oh, the bull just works this guy. And then the the cars go. I like that. That's it. Picnic's over. Everybody starts running from the picnic except for two people: the filmer and this guy who wants to keep eighty feet away at all times, but but flex up. He's throwing his shirt at him. Bull better not come this way. I'm flexing. Wow. Oof. That's pretty good stuff. The next one. You you've been to a a wedding where someone faints or doesn't do well. Well, this is a. This will interrupt the... Oh, the kids in line are puking all over the place. Just one, but it didn't start the... Oh, oh right on the train. Somebody can't right. heard too much. Somebody get Regan off the stage. What is that? The kid won't stop puking the second. Oh, and it's kind of that purple muck. I don't know what she was eating, but it, there's some Kool-Aid involved. Oh, Lord. Too much of the wedding punch. Oh, God. Yeah. Yep. You'll like this next one because it's play-by-play of this exciting bus jump. Bus jumping 20 motorcycles uh, in 1980 at Bristol. They're flipping Speedway. the script. Normally it's motorcycles yeah. jumping buses. This time it's a bus jumping 20 motorcycles. When the bus lands, 
He's got a 427 cubic inch engine. That's how they warmed up races in NASCAR in 1980. Jimmy's just about completed his second and final warm up lap coming out of turn. Going about 30. Of bus will be hurling itself in air off a ramp over 20 motorcycles. Jimmy's gonna attack here. We speed go. Of 75 mile an hour. Here he comes. 75. Oh, he cleared it. He cleared it. He took the whole he sheared off all the axles, but the bus is safe, everyone. The track is ruined, though. The race is canceled. 75 is all you need to get a bus to fly over 13 bikes. How fast my Jeep go before I can jump like 25 motorcycles? Oh, you could do it. I bet you could do it at like oh, 90. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd yeah. be floating for a minute. But his, uh, you know, evil's big thing, you know, back then was estimating where do we put the ramp, the, yeah. the down ramp. The height of the ramp was huge. It's like if, if you're coming down a little fat, you were going to clear the bikes, yep. but you hit the yeah. side of the ramp. All right, That's I got good two. Good stuff. Oh, did you, and then did you have the one? Oh. We can end it with that. Okay. You want to do yours and then. Yep. Okay, so this is at a quinceanera. The other one was at a wedding. This is at a quinceanera. Is this kid going to throw up, too? Oh, something's on fire. Drinks on fire. Flambe. Always ends well. So the 15-year-old teen has to deliver. Somebody throws something at her. She's on fire. And those dresses are very flammable because they're cheap. Quinceanera dresses are not pricey. Oh, oh, it's under her. Goes for a while. Woo! Woo! Oh! (laughs) Guess which 15-year-old isn't pregnant anymore. Why does nobody stop dropping her? Taco in? and Fuego. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get that off of her. <laughs> yes. That's how all quinceaneras end, with a stripping of the, of the teen. Jeez. <laughs> roll. Drop roll. Yep, there we go. Oh, my God. That little 15-year-old girl. Tell her kids that she, mommy's okay. So memorable. And then uh, <laughs> another one. Gym. Trying a science stunt at the, at the gym. Oh. All right, he's rolling up. Is that a spinning 10-pound weight oh. on the treadmill to the shin? And then it flips over and shoots back at him. All right, well, that's was pretty Okay, this last one, yep. I'll just say, is a grown man in his office. Okay. You know, like, a, that's a grown man. Or is it a, oh, this guy shouldn't be doing this because he's a grown man. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. Both, probably. Okay. A grown man in his office. You know, hall. Got his back turned to the desk. Let's just a in. squirrel jumps <laughs> through the window. Um, I would do this. He looks all right so far. Got a bat. Was he going to kill it? Squirrel's flying all over the place. That's a man. Is that a grown, grown man? man? No, it's not. <laughs> nope. One more time. Oh, my goodness, yeah. The meeting is, you know, seeming to go. He notices the squirrel doesn't panic yet. He's got his breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> at least had the decency to X out of the meeting. Yeah, hopefully he muted. Hopefully he muted himself. Couldn't you hear this next door at your neighbor's house? <laughs> I do hear that every once in a while at uh, Michael and Troy's house. A lot of screams like that. Usually I just assume they're having fun. And that poor squirrel is what I'm thinking. Right. <laughs> What's going to happen to him? <laughs> All right, well, there you go. Uh, we'll talk to Brett. He's over at 7th Street in McDowell for KUP Deployment. Uh, explain a little bit more of that in just moments. Brett's next. It's 98. There goes your Brady Report. Brett is out there this morning at 7th Street and uh, McDowell, or 3rd Street, between 3rd and 7th. It's the Safeway that's in there. Uh, Brett's out there for KUP deployment. 
uh, which is our annual drive to help out the troops. And everybody's like, well, the troops aren't doing it yet. That's the thing is that we read the letter earlier. It's like the troops are overseas now. We're just not top of mind. So it's the better time to say I support the troops is now when, uh, you know, they're not in some sort of massive war that's on the news every day, but they're still deployed all over the place. We've got 600 Arizona troops all over the world that won't be home for the holidays in a nice little gift basket from us here uh, in Arizona. Let them know we're thinking about them even when uh, it probably feels to them like nobody's thinking about them. Brett's out there this morning uh, at 7th Street McDowell at the Safeway collecting uh, for that. And you can go to 98kupd.com. We have an Amazon wish list. You can order off of that. Send it right in. It comes to us. We pack it. We send it. Uh, and I've got all sorts of things in there, socks, uh, you know, razors, uh, dental stuff like that. All the list is right there. You can check it out. Brett, how's it going? It's going good, and I've been practicing this. We are at 340 East McDowell Road, all right? All right. So between 7th and 3rd Street on McDowell. You can't miss us, but uh, come on out here. We're getting, a, we're getting a ton of donations, but, you know, a ton is still not enough for the troops. Right. So uh, cruise on out here. We're taking everything, you know, the socks, the lip balm. The full list is on 98kupd.com, but we're, we're focusing today on the oral hygiene stuff. So dental floss, toothpaste, and toothbrushes. You can get it all here at uh, at Safeway. If you don't have time for that, you just want to drop off some cash, we can pick it up for you. No problem. Bring those envelopes down here. And uh, like you said, we also got the uh, Amazon wish list on the website, too. So if you can't make it down today, you have no reason not to take care of the troops. And while you're out here, I'll hook you guys up with all the KUPD swag and sign you guys up for tickets for Slipknot and bring me the horizon. And I also got to thank our sponsors here, Lerner and Rowe, Modelo, uh, Superstar Car Wash, and, of course, Safeway and Albertsons. But we'll be hanging out here until about 9 o'clock taking those donations. Glorious. Well done, sir. I got an email that says, uh, John, my brother is in the Army. Can I get everyone's socks except him? He's a dick. Yeah, send us his name, and we'll keep socks out of his package. We just won't send that troop socks for uh, Keith Custer hates his brother, and that's fine by me. Uh, well done, Brett. All right, we'll talk to you in a little bit. Thanks, Ben. All right, see you. There you go. Brett is out there this morning uh, doing his business. Uh, KUP deployment is how that works. Uh, Annie Letterman is coming in here. She's at the Improv this weekend. She's very funny. I like Annie Letterman a lot. Uh, she's coming in here in uh, just a little bit. If you want to go, TempeImprov.com. We'll talk to Annie next. It's 98. Is that what we just talked about was like better than anything we could possibly talk about? We talked I know about, you guys will never know unless you come to the shows. Yeah, yeah that's right. Maybe you'll just Friday and Saturday because you're going to do form. You're going to do a segment on uh, granny porn. I listen. And the C-word. I actually do. I'm not. I'm not. I don't not do it. Do you have a granny it. porn chunk? It's not really a granny porn chunk, but I have something I discuss. I discuss about grandma. I discuss. You know the the. Uh, Dance around it. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you know, just sort of like where our genitals go in time, you know, what happens. <laughs> the, the horrors of aging? Yeah, it's just sort of, you know, like maybe we all naturally transition and we don't really need to be having this conversation You're saying all the time. That just wait it out. We'll all trans. We're that, all there's, trans. that eventually there's inches. Everything ends up looking. Droops. You think every, every things vagina. Things droop. Yours, your guys' things shrink. Yeah. And our guys' things fall. It's like it all kind of evens out. But anyway, guys, I don't know what you think the show is going to be now. Yeah. Should I say who you are shows. after yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Annie Letterman is at the Tempe Improv. Uh, he pronounced it right. Of course he I did. I me. like you. I think you're funny. I, I actually really like you. You're, you're, you've been like, He's been doing... leaning in for a kiss for years, guys. For a long yeah. time. And we know yeah. how hot his wife is. So well, yeah. yeah, and that's the are weird thing. Are you still thing. married? Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> you never know. You, 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 you put eight months in between these gigs. You never yeah. know what could happen in eight months. Pandemics. Eight months. Yeah. 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 You never know what could happen. 
Good question. Happy for you. Right. Happy well, sure. You. But is she happy? That's the question. No. The answer is no. So keep that, uh, you know, that <laughs> that radar needs no. to be up. The antenna. I want everybody to know I'm drinking a Monster Energy drink at 8 in the morning. You're dropping a bomb on it. And you said my diet Dr. Pepper choice was aggressive. No. Yeah. No, no, she no, said it was like a little boy. It's like a no, dark. No, it's like a. It's like a. Uh, the t- ask somebody to go get you such a specific drink is pretty. Well, see, here's what I like about what it's you controlling. Just said. I like it. Like you assume I just ask people to get me drinks, like you do. Well, you're on I air. get my own. I know, but I there's breaks. I can go to a fridge and grab you my get own your drink. Own? That's yeah. so embarrassing. <laughs> I gotta go. You get your own drinks. Ew. You would be dazzled. Star. Oh, Look at that cup. It's true. It is true. That is a. <laughs> The best Starbucks cup I've ever seen. Yeah, I would have somebody go get it for me. I just don't want to. I don't want to have some low life uh, <laughs> hanging around us all the time. You've got COVID really ruined yeah, it. You had to get rid it, of yeah. all your uh, yeah, your handlers. <laughs> These low level uh, horrible people that have to stay around just for one job. I'll I'll sacrifice hanging out with one of those poor. You need to get a diet get Dr drinks. Pepper guy. Yeah. that's all they do. But he has to live in another space. Or he you can't... get him in a French maid outfit. Get like a hot chick that just brings you diet, diet Dr. Dr. Pepper. We had one for a while. I told you I was married. The Diet Dr. Pepper. So I've got oh, that. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. That's the whole reason the I'm wife? married. Yeah. yeah, There's a fridge full of Diet Dr. Pepper and a lady. And, and she's she gets great it. at it. Uh, yeah, it's good. You're not married. No, but I have I have a boyfriend who will eventually propose to me. You think? Can, well, I keep, like, I pay his rent so I can save up money to get a My Budget ring. <laughs> and then each day, like, each month a new box of Yeezys comes in and I go, maybe yeah. I'm not getting the... Yeah, <laughs> so he's dropping all he's his rent saving. money. Like he should be. What does he do for a living? He's an editor. He works on Netflix shows. Oh, he does. Does yeah. he make a good amount of money? Yeah, he does. Good. Okay, good. Because you right need somebody. Right now, I have him on the road with me. I'm like, don't get a job for a while. He's right. on the road. Ooh. You guys can come meet Todd. He's so cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have our dog with us. So I have. I actually even have my parents. I flew my really? parents out. This is a big deal. My aunties are. My aunties live in uh, in Tempe. Oh, I didn't know. And that. in Phoenix, so I'm excited. My dad, so I want to bring my dad out. That's they're nice. all like in their 70s and 80s. So I want them. All and you're going to talk about his mother's vagina on stage. I'm going to talk how about down into a dick. My dad's dick. <laughs> my dad's dick's getting talked about. Everything. It's no 30 genitals. minutes. Is it because you have it memorized? What my dad? Well, listen, we all. If you if your dad was around, you were you you caught it a few. Do times. you remember the first time you saw it? I remember the first time I saw my dad's, and it was horrifying. Why? Because it was in the shower. With me. I hope it was. Oh, yes. No, yeah. I know. Why yeah. was that just a They thing? did that to every one of it's us. It's just a normal thing. We're going to teach you how to shit. My dad was tired of me. You're like, you don't take baths. You're a boy. And I was like five or six. And he climbed, all the clothes come off. We're standing there. And he climbs in the shower. And I'm face to face with the Are thing. Are you okay? No. I'm not. Well, I want the, I want the audience t- to know I'm gazing into his eyes. Right <laughs> yeah, now. Are you can you tell. All right? I'm not. And the worst part was he didn't even turn the water on, and I still was all soaked. <laughs> and I don't even know what happened. what happened in there. I don't said, remember. Turn around. You don't need to see. I don't this. remember it. Yeah, of course I've not. Yeah, no. you black that out. Yeah, but I did. I, I would see. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time, but we used to go to this athletic club of. Columbus and there's oh, and an open shower room. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's dad's in there and every kid's yeah. in there. And all... I mean, it is like normal. Like, I guess in Europe, they're all running around naked or whatever. It's yeah. like maybe the fact that we hide it is what yeah. makes it so but scary. But that's because we're a better country. Yep. Europe, Europe, we took Europe and we said, not that. And we brought it over here and we said, you know what we need we to do escaped. is cover it up. Because like you said, old people comfortable showing their junk around is not good yeah. for anybody. Oh, well, also, that's what you remember. of the yeah. queen, did you know she died bottomless? <laughs> 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 they found her. She was bottomless for the last yeah. 10 years of her life. <laughs> I heard she was attacked by dogs. I just, honestly. Yeah, it was terrible death. No. <laughs> <laughs> she, just thought she was out gardening and then the corgis got her. <laughs> 
just ripped we around with it, that I for honestly, a little bit. Yeah, I heard it was the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, oh, conspiracy. You see the conspiracy that people say she's still alive? Oh, God, you guys, just let like, people, let, let the elderly pass away. Please. Well, it took forever. Yeah, well, she's 96. If she's yeah. faking her death, it's, that's yeah. a pretty good plan. Why would she want to go on? make it to 96 and then I'll show them. Have you heard that? They're like, she's so funny. And then they'll just, it's like things that make no sense. They'll tell the story like, uh, Billy Bush was like, well, there's a great story about her. She was so funny. And they go, oh, you met her? And he goes, no, 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 no. My my uncle, she said. Everyone has a friend or. Yeah, Yeah, like George Bush, like the story was George Bush went to meet her and was like, oh, I love this dish you have here. And she goes, well, you better. You bought it for me. Is that, oh, yeah, that's a joke. Why yeah. do you laugh? I'm like, you laugh. Because it's a terrible yeah. joke. I like bad jokes. Oh, that's why you like me? That's wow. why I think this you're hilarious. Really you guys, yeah, you're my Friday, yeah. September 23rd, yeah. and Saturday, September 23rd. I like to hate watch stuff. It entertains me. <laughs> I had to stop hate watching because it is, it, it oh, puts you in a dark What was the last the thing room. you hate watch? I can't tell you. I'm friends with the people. Uh, mine are all Adam all Sandler movies. Special. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't get enough of Grown Ups, too. It's the worst thing ever made. But they're also so... The good thing about Adam Sandler movies is they're all friends. Yeah. It's like Adam Sandler hacked everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's just partying, making money with his friends. They're always on a location that's fun. And Africa. Nice. They went to Africa it's for everything. a movie. Oh, that's what yeah. uh, Kevin Nealon said. It was like, yeah. we're, we're in Africa for a uh, free three he, weeks or a month. Oh and who gosh. wouldn't do that? You don't even have to write a script. People just go. And whoever and your boyfriend better edit those movies better at yes. Netflix because they're terrible. But it's, he's making a fortune. I like those movies. And Rob Schneider, my favorite. I love him. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he, he gave me. I, I, Were you in his movie? He filmed it here. No, I wasn't in his movie. Oh, so he Rob. doesn't like you that much. Okay. No, he loves me. He wants to make uh, my special. But anyway, I love Rob. He, I called. Him, I had a sinus infection for like twenty-seven months. Wow, you know, that's where, a brutal. Yeah, that's how the queen two, died. Two, <laughs> I gave it to him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I heard <laughs> Andy Letterman killed her. But I, so I was sick, and I. He goes. He used to have a vitamin company. He goes, oh, you got to get you on these things. So I, I was on like a Rob Schneider like vitamin routine. Mix. So I called it the Sh- the Schneidemans. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, you took vitamins from Rob Schneider's seriously? No, he gave me like a list, and I went and got them. Right. So that dude gave you medical advice. Yeah. Oh man, I guys, do, that. do I um, do I still have the sinus infection? You're, yes. That's true. Yes. 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 Did it cure a thing? No, but it turned uh, me into the animal. Yeah. Oh God, don't say that. Do you, see, but that's what, do you. So hate watching stuff. See, I think that's better because I can find entertainment where it wasn't actually supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, but I, I hate be, watch. I want to be happy now. Yeah, it does make you kind of. I don't want to hate shit. on people because then if you hate, you're opening the the avenue. It's really you're hating yourself. But yeah. we know you have a struggle with yourself. I do. Yeah. Well, it's because of my shower and dad. Yeah, that was a tough thing. It yeah. was a huge. It was well, it, his. He just never uh, measured up. No, huh? it was a beast. It was bigger than I was. I was five years old. Uh, I hate watched the Masked Singer last night. I can't. Oh, I've never seen it. Hate watched that. And they rolled like out the premise of the show is they it's rolled stupid. out all the new the costumes. Like this is the thing I've never really. I don't followed care it. about and that. And the new premieres. Here are the costumes we have for this season. But it does turn into two grown men talking about the Masked Singer. It like, does. You and, do it. But I'm angry. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, mad about it. But you go in hating it, and you turn it. It's almost like you're more of a fan than the fans. No, 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 no. Because you're the, triggered. The thing that triggers me is that nobody's this worried about who's in there. Yeah. And then, and then people say, oh, it's for kids. And I'm like, they revealed Eric Idle and William Shatner last night. What kid is like, oh, I knew it. Nobody oh knows. They had to explain And I think the Eric thing Idle that was. bothers me the most and same uh, oh, with John man. is the fact the guessing, what you don't like about it is this is not real. You can't actually <laughs> believe that is 
an A-list celebrity. Yeah. Like they're picking, is that um, yeah, Barack always, Obama? So there's people just like writing the... Yeah. yeah, or they're just... It's like overly produced. Yeah. Oh, and, the, and, the, and the crowd acts excited and all that. Who is that? Is Jenny McCarthy? Who are they? Jenny other? McCarthy, Ken Young. Uh, what's it called? his last name? Jong? Kim Jong. Kim Jong. Oh, my God. I don't know how to say This is bordering. I want everyone to know I do not support the accent. and Ken? I said Ken. You know. <laughs> the guy? You know what you're talking about. My boyfriend's half Asian. Stop. Is he I half? Asian yeah, I stop Asian hate. <laughs> you half Asian hate. You only hate the other half. The party isn't. The party abandoned. Uh, yeah, so it's a, but that show's just, it drives me nuts. So I hate watching. I, I get a real kick out of it. Because I like yeah. that more than I like when I actually like something. Do you, but do you like other reality shows? Like, I'm no. a big Survivor fan. I the used challenge. To. It's still good. Yeah, is it? It's a little bit like, he does, like, you know it's why I don't like it? It's interesting, but... Everyone survived. Yeah, they do need someone to die. Someone, someone died die. in the French version. Some guy oh, just no had kidding? a heart attack, yeah. Well, and good. he was pretty young. He just, like... See, I'd watch that. Had one of those weird... Flatlined. Yeah. Well, if they let you know, they're like, somebody dies, you have to guess. <laughs> right. It's Oh, that would be great. Or who is the survivor? Well, I do kind of like... And they all have, die like, somewhere. They'll have, like, trans contestants every once in a while, and you know ahead of time there's going to... But you don't know who it is. How deep do you go? Do you watch the celebrity <laughs> ones, too? I mean, like, the... The celebrity, uh, the like, one, Big Brother's not as fun. It's not as... I'll watch any Survivor, honestly. Like, I really love it. I love Jeff. I ran into Jeff Probst once, and it was like, he's like my, like, freak out yeah. celebrity. Like, really? I, was, I just love the show so much. Low bar. And I had just done <laughs> Joe Rogan's podcast for the first of three times <laughs> and many more to come. Uh, yeah, we text. No big deal. Um, he's the one that thought the queen died of the vaccine. But... No, he didn't. I'm just kidding. You know, but, Rogers um, and you. But so um, I said to him, like, I saw Jeff Probst, and I went, like, uh, I just... I just did Joe Rogan. We talked about like I name dropped so fast. I was like, I wanted to be like, I'm legitimate. I'm a thing. I'm <laughs> yeah. in the comedy store. I was in the comedy store documentary. I was like l- dropping my credits and stuff. Yeah, and he's just like, move, and he was please. Like, this trying to order. A lot. Very he's nice like, to meet you. Yeah. Like diehard fans. My yeah. fans are all just like, I was molested. I'm like, I know, wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know. And my Jeff meet and fans scream like, that at him. My meet and greets I'm are a always survivor. like. But I love. Listen, I bring me all your trauma. I love my little traumatized yeah. people. I like. I've been signing people's nubs. Oh, I've been that's signing nice. sacks too. What really? Say, I signed some sacks. Some colostomy bags? Is that easy to sign? No, s- but that would be great. What kind no, of sacks scrubs. are you signing? Oh, those sacks. Ball yeah. sacks. No kidding. Yep. Wow. And they just whip those out in line? The people will, yeah. Did some you sign Jeff Probe's sack? That can would you be imagine? Neat. I was like, Jeff, drop them. It's, 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 just, it's my thing. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, my where, thing. it's where Annie signs. Well, that's uh, cool. When you sign a nub, you sign right on the cut? Yeah, where, so I'll sign like, hairs. I usually put like a heart over the scar. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I like that. I like People's little differences. Yeah, what's the yeah. like? Because you do like like you kind of, I, every time I see you you're talking about something horrible. But uh, <laughs> like when somebody comes up to you and says something, is there ever a time you're like, oh, I can't. Like, there's nothing good here. No, it's okay. They're just you know. Like they they bring something up and you're like, I might actually have to help. Really, what happens is, what happens is, uh, I go. It usually is in my merch line. <laughs> so they'll be like, they'll be like in the middle of the store, and I'll go, um. Baby, cash or card? Let's do this <laughs> transaction first. <laughs> Money transaction. I like it because people say that to me. Like, we've been doing this for a long time. We meet somebody. Yo, dude, I love it. You've got me through some really yes. hard times. And I'm like, uh-oh. The next sentence and it comes up, has yeah. to be comes. the problem. My daughter was molested by our neighbor. Yep. And I'm like, okay. No, it happens for listening. all the time. But you know what? <laughs> yeah. I do feel like I do feel like it's it's an honor to be able to hold space. Sure. But I don't know like how long in my career I'll be able to be doing the meet and greets where everyone's telling me stuff. But well, as a I woman, do not like long. That I can, but what about <laughs> signing sign bags? It's not long. You'll, that'll yeah. never get old. Oh, right? Seriously. What's the oldest bag you've signed? Uh, well, one guy. No, one guy just didn't. He was like teasing it, but he ended up. I signed the the butt of his pants. <laughs> um, 
Not too old, maybe 45. Yeah, that's not bad. So it wasn't like something. But they had to be bat winged, all of them. Oh, yeah, you got to open that There's up. There's no age discrimination against the bat wing. I met a guy who called himself Sale, and I didn't know why. And then one night he said, uh, I, I asked him, like, why do they call you Sale? It was, that was a college thing. And I'm like, why, though? And, and he goes, boner? Want me to show you? No. <laughs> he had so much ball skin, he could pull it up and put his fist in it and make it look like a boat sail. And they, when did they name him that? He was 19. His, his dad did in the shower. Yeah, his dad did. His dad. <laughs> Watch this. It's a family tradition. What are you guys doing in college where your sacks are out on each other? That's oh, what I want to know. But you know what? Actually, the here's yeah. the thing. I actually, what I'm getting a core memory back that I tried to block out. But From me? No. I didn't from what do you guys it. were just I... talking about. So my older brother, when I went to visit him at Penn State, he had a, his friend had a, or no, it was him. He had a, a wall of all these pictures. It was like disposable camera time. So it was just like all these pictures. And in the middle, there was a picture of his friend Jesse Sack, and you. But your eyes would just go to it. There's, sure. I'm telling you, the whole wall was covered with pictures, and your eyes would travel to the sack every time. <laughs> ball sack. Your brain goes. They're magnetic. Ball sack. I can't help it. <laughs> they're all over the place. Do you find them attractive? I find them to be quite silly. Yeah, they're kind of they're funny. The Lord's mistake. Yeah, I it's it was, we just had to make a little pouch because he had stuff hanging out that was gross. Let's cover that up. Never fits. It's never yeah, it's yeah, it doesn't look right. It's never. Yeah. Anyway, if you guys want to hear more of my take on this, you can see my beautifully written yeah. structured jokes. It's beautiful. Annie Letterman is at the Tempe Improv tonight and tomorrow or tomorrow. Yes. What are you doing here today? I flew my parents in. Oh. First class. This is, this is a dream because you Look know I used to live you. in my car. I used to live in my car, begged my parents for money. I flew them in first class. And then I told them, I was like, depending on how you act, I may demote you back to yeah. to coach. So act up. Act well. Did you, And you got them on a good <laughs> My dad was laughing. So I got them on American. That's good. I got a first class. It yeah. was good. They're happy. They're yeah. like, the food was good. I'm like, I know. Imagine. <laughs> Were they like happy to be the first time they're in first class ever? They, yes. And it was the first time they're in first class. And they also haven't flown since COVID. So yeah. And now you know what you've done, though. I know. They can't I've go leveled back. them up. They can't go back. Yeah, you can't go back. And now they're Elvis's parents. And it's okay. And they're going to steal your money and live I with did them. not watch. I fell asleep during the Elvis thing, not because it was boring, just because... I was tired, but <laughs> that might. The gun, but I do gotta watch it. But it makes me, it gives me anxiety. Everything people tell me about, they're like, and the manager steals the money. Yeah, hmm, it's your life. Brad? You're in entertainment. Huh? Yeah, the oh. manager. Oh look. <laughs> yeah, look, Brad's the club manager here right yeah. now, yeah. ready Chuckling to steal away. my yeah. money. They all do, though. That's what they do. That's their job. I just want to let you know, Brad did not pick me up with any coffee or any energy drinks. He waited till he came here and he stole your energy. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Brad. He's saving money. Brad's he no is dummy. like he is nickel and diming, and we're actually kind of impressed. That is. Uh, sort of racist. It's so, but listen. Because he's Jewish. And I don't like I don't like nickel and diamond. I didn't say he was and diamond. Oh, that's true. <laughs> this Shylock over here didn't saying, bring me my coffee. Yeah. I didn't start singing a... This schmagag over here is just... <laughs> well, that's how I took it because I'm very woke and you know that. Uh, it's it's horrifying. Well, you're, so you're here a day early. What are you going to do? I don't know. I was going to go on a horseback riding trip or something, but you guys... were Something. A little muddy. I want to do Dress something... Dress like this? No, I'm saying that's Guys, a great I just want thing. You know, I'm naked. Yeah, she's, she's got no clothes on. You can't pander. I pander. She's in her Oshkosh bagosh. I'm wearing my overalls, overalls. but you're kind of blowing. I'm going to wear this on the first show. So oh, now you it's are. Gonna look like I've been wearing it for two days, but I want to dress cute for you guys. You're wearing that tomorrow. Well, you you look great, but that's this is not horseback riding clothing. Yeah, you overalls are that. so horseback. Yeah, but riding. you got to have a shirt on underneath them. Okay, guys, I'm topless in a. <laughs> yeah, it's hot, but this is not <laughs> the for The straps right. are covering my nipples, though, so it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, they're taped down. And let's be real, there's no breasts. It's just nipple. <laughs> guys, I've had top surgery. <laughs> guys, come to the show. Yeah. You're going to see something crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is pretty amazing to see the no-nippled lady up there. Or just nipples. Only One nipples. big, long. They call me 
Nips McGee. Yeah, Uninip. It's a singular <laughs> centered nipple that I've got. The, the, the nipple hair is braided. Guys, anyway, yeah, nice. I'm gorgeous. It's very um, Rasta. You should see this thing. It's, it's very Rasta. It's got some beads. Have you ever seen, well, you remember going back to this, did you ever see uh, your mom the first time you saw her naked? <laughs> and you thought, that's my future? Why did I get insulted? <laughs> Immediately you upset by like, like, yes. How dare you say Ew. that sequence of words and look at me? <laughs> did Ooh. you think that? Do you feel that you found, like... Did well, you- I... It's you're leading me into so many jokes I want to do on stage tonight, but yeah. um or tomorrow. Uh don't come tonight. I'm setting you up. Yeah, don't go tonight. Just, wait, I know, I guess so I give tonight. previews on here, but I mean the, my yeah, mom don't do your act, but I mean you've seen your mom naked. You don't have to go right. I just into let's it. just say I wouldn't breastfeed as a kid and I see why. <laughs> <laughs> Not appetizing. Let's just see I stand by the decision, okay? <laughs> You had a choice, and it was not to my tater tots. Right. Yeah, not that. No, but it is like my mom. I've like, kind of like my mom and I. She's a little bit bigger than me. Do you have her nipples? No. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. She got a hybrid. Mine are in the same direction. You know, <laughs> hers are going all over. My my mom is like Siskel and Ebert disagreeing on a film. But um, I see it on stage. Come see me say that on stage. All right. Like I came up with it. That's um, the cell line so right hard. there. It's my so mom's hard. nipples are like thumbs up, thumbs down. I love it. Yeah, that's where people just bought tickets on that. But she does like my mom likes to be made fun of. So yeah, it's all good. She's okay with it. She knows my dad's her nipples. Here, hi sir. Oh. Is he? There he is. Oh, that's just oh. for That's our boss. My God. That could possibly. How's it going? I'll Robert tell you this. Here. That could be your father. Oh, my God. Ew, yeah. he's putting daddy issues on me. <laughs> don't look he's at him like that. He's doing like a zaddy that. thing. Yeah, it's don't weird. look at him like that. Uh, Annie Letterman. Do is you up. own the, co- the yes. whole building? Yeah. Just he's, lie to him. Oh, yeah. my God. He's so rich. Yeah, he's very, very rich. Are you the one supporting his Diet habit Dr. with yes. uh, Dr. Pepper? He also, Dr. he also owns this. He's a distributor of Diet Dr. Oh, my God. Which is why I drink yeah. it. I, I just drink it. I'm like, I quit comedy. <laughs> he's the man. Yeah. He's, 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 you know, he's ready for you. And since you're topless already, he's got less work That's, to do. Everyone's handling me being topless really The minute well. you say yeah. topless, look who comes around the corner. <laughs> is that a bra? What is that? Are you kidding I, me? I don't know what to call it. It's like a short leather. It's leather, leather. It's yeah. Leather. It's leather. It's not real leather. I mean, real leather. What am I going to kill a cow to... Put it, cover my two, my you one would. nipple, yeah. my human yeah. nipple. You, you would, you'd kill a cow for that. Can you imagine just killing a cow? Yeah. Just <laughs> like, like, do people grow up and like, I'm gonna be You've one never of those cow killers? Yeah. Most people dressed exactly like you are doing. Well, are you? That are right you? Now. Is any? Are the you on the carnivore diet? I feel like you're not. But <laughs> Looking at Brady. I said Bad diet. Question. I'm on the everything. The diet. only diet involved in your life is diet Dr Pepper. <laughs> you're you diet Dr Pepper. Yeah. You're yeah. regular Dr yeah. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. You're no doctor. That's for sure. But yeah. yeah, are you on the carnivore diet? And then she just looked at me. I went. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have done that. No, because I listened to a podcast about the carnivore diet for yeah. one hour, All and meat. it ruined my life. Why? I don't want to know the information. No, you don't show how the sausage is made. They That's said, a real thing. No, they said that vegetables are poison. Oh, sure they are. You didn't know that? Are you carnivore diet guy? I will eat nothing but meat all day, and I eat is it, it real? raw. Is he really? I will eat a raw piece really? of meat. Yes. He eats vegetables, though. So. Well, I'll have a vegetable, but if you said carnivore... You're not supposed to have vegetables. I don't want them. You're a bad, veg- you're a bad right. carnivore. <laughs> you're a vegetable. You're, the, you're about to be a vegetable. That's right. I'm going to knock you it. out. I'm about to million-dollar baby yeah, you. It's a good... I'm going to turn my you're back. You're going to take a neck on the... <laughs> so that's why they call them vegetables, is because that's what eventually they do to you. They just turn you into <laughs> sure a big lump are. of human. But have you... Do you? Uh, are you really on the carnivore? No, not on it. But you are a good liar, though. Yeah, I am. It's really actually... I love your comedy. Scary. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Come on, that was a good one. I, uh, you yeah. know I'm a psychic. Your wife will leave you within seven days. <laughs> I got seven days. I got, I got a whole, I got a week. Dr. Pepper. Sweet.
Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, – uh, what was I talking about? Oh, the carnivore diet. Yeah, if you said all meat or and nothing else in a second, that's the choice. I'm not – I would I – would You would choose meat all, if all day. you can. That is an option. Yeah. That, well, Why are you acting like that's not an option? Because I like variety. But if you gave oh me the – Oh, my God. See, he's a liar. But I, I don't – contradicts mind. himself. You're the one saying that you hate vegetables, but you eat them. I didn't say I hate vegetables. You said I'm they're poison. I'm scared that they're poison. I mean, now. you won't believe me, but I, I eat vegetables every once in a while. <laughs> fried? Deep fried? <laughs> <of> Pickles <laughs> don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the Did way you just call him Oprah? Isn't that, that the was way rude. Harvest fried? <laughs> Oprah, I'm getting an Oprah vibe from you. I just start crying. I'm jumping on something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but you remind me of Oprah. You Can't got put an my Oprah vibe. That's, yeah. that's a sweet thing to say to someone. Is it? That's oh, like me saying, you. you know who you look like? Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> You're beautiful and brave. <laughs> Nobody would be happy. I was thinking that. the essence of Oprah. Yeah. The rippling of trying to help people <laughs> wow, and take careful. their money. <laughs> she ripples. <laughs> She hit her wow, <laughs> here we go again. Give her a good smack. There's a ripple involved. Same with Brady. Oprah, I'm down. If you ever want to hang. Do you eat uh, cool. nothing but meat? No, no, no. I don't do the diet. I just listen to it. I try to avoid any of the like the Netflix documentaries about food and stuff. Right. But I just listened to a uh, podcast on it, and they convince you. They go, you could live to 160. We're supposed to live to Why 160 years. <laughs> you really are. Would you want to be 160? You I gotta love work my till life. Yeah, you, could, you won't be living I, in a 120. How you're picturing it, it's the same way right now, and when you're 160, yeah. you'll be feeling that. You'll way. have Peter Not North's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be way down there. You're gonna pick that thing up to go to the bathroom. There'll be trails. <laughs> I don't want it. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be walking around like the Merrill Lynch bull. No, if you eat enough meat, it keeps your it keeps it in there. Tight. Tight. <laughs> and you heard it here. Uh, Annie Letterman says that meat tightens your vagina. Yeah, guys, and the show is going to be clean. Bring your kids. That's right. <laughs> you're, your doing, kids. you're doing the matinee for the sixth graders today, right? The, yeah, yes, that's good. I'm the day the, show. Um, you're like Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> day show for the children. They call me, uh, he's fluffy, I'm a uh, toughie. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, my brain will think of something I didn't. Uh, I'll save the jokes for that yeah, show. Yeah, save the jokes for tomorrow and today the horseback riding. Uh, Annie Letterman, leave us with words of wisdom at the Tempe Improv uh, Friday and Saturday night, two shows each night, and you will laugh. Come You're... party, come bring. Listen, we were all molested. Come hang. <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> Those are not words of wisdom. <laughs> we Listen, were all we molested. All have we're all missing fingers. Come hang out. You're <laughs> <laughs> really parking down a specific audience. What does the clapping sound like? It's just a pounding on the oh, table yeah. with the good arm, right? People weep. They weep. <laughs> that's right. And you will cry. No, no, it's going to be so fun. I love performing comedy. It's an honor to perform for you guys. Please come out. Yeah. It's so fun. Well, it's great you came in. Thank you for coming down. We great to see it. you guys. Missed you. Yeah, you too. Annie Letterman, everybody, at the 10 p.m. Prov. It's 98. All right, there you go. That is a Finger 11 Paralyzer. And uh, I don't think Annie Letterman would be upset when uh, she hears this if she's listening on the way back to the hotel with Brad, which isn't the first time she's been on her way to a hotel with someone named Brad. I mean, right. Uh, the reason Trip came down the hall. And Kimmy goes, I came in to see what she looked like. Because what I pictured was big moppy black hair and frumpy. <laughs> oh my God. And she's not that at all. But listening to her, that's what I heard. All right. Well, he was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I laugh. It's funny because I always wonder... Before the internet, remember when you first saw people and you heard them on the radio, and then you like Casey Kasem always stands out to me as like, what the hell? And then you think he's Casey Kasem. Like, of course he looks like a Middle Eastern guy. It's like, it's the whole, <laughs> but I pictured like this, everybody I ever pictured on the radio looked like a drawing of a perfect human being, like 
because her voices were always good, and they were like, God, this guy must be, his jaw is just chiseled, and he's just got that 5 o'clock shadow going, he looks perfect. And then you, you meet him, you're like, good Lord, Rob Triggs a, a meatball. Like yeah, the, the, fir- the first time I saw Spook Beckman in uh, Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> you thought, huh? with the bumper-to-bumper traffic, <laughs> was not who I thought. No, no. It's not what your dad told you that it would look like. The big voice guy from KUPD. Oh, that, he doesn't look anything like his voice. He's old and little. Yeah. All right, it's nice to meet you. Hi, little fella. Where's David Lee, and why are you doing that perfect impression of him? Uh, anyway, but Annie's awesome if you want to go see her. She's at the Improv this weekend. She's amazingly funny. Uh, very funny. Uh, and Brett just came back, and thanks to whatever listener gave me the John Lovitz critic button. That's pretty funny. Um, seeing as how John Lovitz thinks we're best friends. Uh, but you excellent this morning. And yeah, we had a great turnout. A lot of drop-offs, and I think our plea to say... If you say you support the troops, support them when they're not being talked about all the time. So KUP deployment is off to a great start with Brett. Amy down the hall said the Amazon wish list went nuts this morning. Oh, that's great. Which is great to hear because uh, that means you guys jumped right on it. And that's amazing. You can still do it at 98kupd.com. Click on KUP deployment. Um, we say we support the troops all the time. It's more than just standing up at a ball game saying, thanks a lot, nice job, and then sitting back down and guzzling your drinks. Uh, it's about knowing that even though we're not in war times technically, that there's a good um, amount of them out and about in the world uh, drilling and going through some stuff and not in the safest places. A lot of the times they're running police work, basically. They become the cops in a bad area because there's no leaders. Um, Iraq still has people. We have plenty of folks over there and uh, 600 Arizona troops deployed all over the world and who won't be home for the holidays. So that's what this is about. So you guys jumping on this as fast as you have. Couldn't be happier. Couldn't be uh, better. And that's just day one. So we got like 10 more weeks of this before. Well, I guess not even that. Like five, right? Till November yeah. 11th. So yep. we go, we pack it all up on Veterans Day. So maybe it's five, six weeks. Yeah. Tops. Guy that's texted in and said, John, thank you so much. My dad was 17-year Marine Corps veteran and he hates standing up. Oh, I've gotten things. a few of those. He sits down yeah. every time. He I got, hates it. I got this guy who said, uh, I'm listening to you right now, Tyson said, I hate standing when it's announced. I hate the attention. My daughter forces me to get up, which I guess I should be happy that she's proud of me or just makes me do things I hate and then last behind my back. And then he signed it. Tyson, these nuts Zyob. These nuts. Thanks, Tyson. D's nuts, and thanks for your service. Oh, another one says, "Are we getting kids' letters again this year?" Oh yes, yeah, the course. kids will be writing letters. And uh, well, yeah, remember, I, I, I had COVID. Harris, yeah. I had to read them from the house last yep. year because I had COVID. I did the show uh, two weeks removed from surgery tang with high COVID. On the plex. Yeah, tang high on the plex coming your way November 11th. So very excited about that, and thank you guys for uh, for usually the leap off day is the one we're like ah eh, eh, slow start. We did not have a slow start, and the Amazon wish list thing went nuts. So that's great. All the way around. And that's all the people who have served who are, are currently serving. Thanks. That's all this is about. Uh, so thank you guys for being part of that. We got our uh, FanDuel picks coming up in just seconds. It's 98 KUP. Garbage is what it is. Uh, it's filter, not filter. Filter's not garbage. That's not. That's, that's, just, that's, just, that's just a really bad radio. Right Come back on it. All right. Welcome back to KUPD. That one was garbage. Garbage. More garbage on the way. Muff cabbage. Anyway. Uh, it's 9.46. It's time for us to uh, climb on board the FanDuel app and get on this thing. The FanDuel uh, Sportsbook app, ready for the NFL season. Uh, I've done fairly well. Had another nice win last weekend. Uh, not necessarily the one we picked last I say, Thursday. I you got oh, I got smoked on Thursday. I think all of us did. Yeah, right? all of us, we yeah. All got, I think I got one. I got you one. You got also. one? Yeah, I, I think got I got nothing. one. Did you go over? Did you get any? Yeah, I was a, I was a one for four. 
After my big first uh, opening weekend of two for four. Yeah, I crushed it weekend one. And then uh, the bets that I had, the little individual side bets I had for the game, I had uh, uh, Najee Harris getting a touchdown. And, uh, well, the one that killed me was your Geno Smith not going over 200 when yards. You, when, well, uh, that, and you took my team with the points. I was like, yeah, that was a rough one. I thought for sure that they would perform week two and then start to fade. Well, they didn't. Uh, so let's, uh, we'll, we'll do a thing this week where we've got our normal four-leg parlay, which none of us did well on last week. A ten dollar bet, and we'll pick our games by our favorite teams and the Cardinals, and then uh, as well as then we'll pick one individual bet that you would make this week that you'd put a serious amount of money on. How about that? Okay. You throw an individual bet, saying I'm going to put blah 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 on this, and it'll pay me a certain. And I and I'm pretty confident in this bet. It's almost a Sherlock bet that you're comfortable with on an individual. Oh, I level. thought we were doing first touchdown score. Yeah. Oh, oh you can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Did. Let's do that. All right, first touchdown score. Then? All right, yeah, first first Damn. touchdown right. score then. For, that, for tonight's game. A right, personal no, bet Just because I already made the bet. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. First touchdown score for tonight's game. Uh, make it a lock, your personal bet. But first, we start off with the four-leg parlay, and we'll start with your Arizona Cardinals. They are playing the L.A. Rams right here in uh, glorious Arizona. And, uh, oof, after last week's win... Rams uh, come into town. Cardinals always play them tough. Brady, who you got? Go. The Rams. That's right. Brady never picks the Cardinals. Brett? I'm taking the cards. Really? I'm taking the cards. Over the Rams. Yep. On the money line? Yep, on the money line. Straight across. Yep. Probably not a bad bet considering they had to take a safety to burn time last week. The Rams? Yeah, they did that against Atlanta. Atlanta almost got them. They started coming back. What do you got? I'm gonna. T- I can't bet it on the Cardinals, <laughs> so I'm taking the Rams on the money line. Taking the Rams too. Division game. They're gonna. They, they don't mess around with that. They want that division back, and they're already one down. So Rams are that one. Uh, what is your uh, favorite team, Brady? Your Bengals. Who are they play this weekend? The Bengals are are gonna win this week. They're playing the Jets, so I'm going with the Bengals. They're zero and two. You know. I know. Yeah. They got to get off the schneid. The Jets are better than people think, but yeah. Joe Flacco's still the quarterback, so got to go with that too. Uh, Toledo, your Seahawks. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks on the money line. It's only a one-point spread anyway, so I'm going to take C- Atlanta. So the Ooh. Falcons in Seattle. So That's a garbage game. Yeah. <laughs> might be entertaining, though. It might be evenly matched birds. Yeah. It's a bird fight. Yeah. Uh, bears? Texans at the Bears. Taking the Bears. Taking on the, money the Bears line. again. That's three yeah. weeks in a row. I know. You're wasting your money. <laughs> no, no. First week I did all right. That's true. I, I, they beat the, He's they one beat for the two. Niners. Tough one for me because the Steelers have the Browns tonight right. in Cleveland. What's a four-point spread? I saw. I would I, look if You'll I be- wasn't if I wasn't a loyal Steeler homer. I could see where the Browns could run the score. Just I mean, to kill the clock and run all over this team. Steelers are going to be dancing on the elf. Yeah, but there's an elf on the Browns, and the Steelers dominate the Browns, except for in one playoff game. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm taking them straight across money line. I like my Steelers. There and plus, by the way, Steelers are like a 90 percent road dog. Over the last three or four years. When they're a road dog, they never lose. Like, take the points in the steel, especially early in the year. Uh, what is your Wait lock? A, a dog actually winning or covering the spread? Road dog covers. Covers. Yeah. Okay. If they're an underdog on the road, okay. they cover them almost every time. Uh, anything over three is almost a lock that they'll cover. We'll see. That's just a statistic that can go the well, wrong way. Well, it's four-point spread. So. Pretty good, it's a pretty good spread. Uh, Brady, who's your lock of the week? The Eagles over the Commanders. Yep, that's mine, too. Toledo? I got KC over the Colts. Five and a half points, Brett. That's mine, too. That's yours, too. Yep. All right, your upset of the week, Brett? Uh, <laughs> oh I'm going I'm to I'm take the Panthers over the Saints. That's not a bad one. Because yeah. the Saints don't have a quarterback. Toledo? I got the Lions and Dan Campbell over the Vikings. They're scoring. I'm Ooh. taking them on uh, the spread yeah. at five like and a half that. points. That's not bad. Uh, Brady? 
I'm going the uh, sea chickens over the falcons and the bird bash. A one point dog. One point. That's yeah. not an upset. Yeah. Is what it is. <laughs> wow. There's a stretch. Man. You're the bravest soldier <laughs> Jesus, yeah. that this military has, my friend. But wow. I'd like to see you a little closer to the front lines. <laughs> yeah. Way back yeah. there. You got 10 the... or 12 guys in front of you. And you're, what, a brave, what a brave move. Well, I'll go the opposite way of brave. Screw you and your locks. The Indianapolis Colts are going to pull one off. They're too good wow. to keep floundering like keep this. saying that, though. They're going to beat the Chiefs because I don't think the Chiefs think the They Chiefs got bageled last week. I know. And that's going to be why they win. Man. They have too much talent to sit back and get zapped and then have the Chiefs come to town and not step up. Wow. Colts were a Super Bowl darling. Yep. Two years in a row in their defense. They don't have Leonard. That's a tough thing, but I'll take the Colts. All right. Uh, first touchdown tonight in an individual bet. Brady? I'm going with uh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was the first one. What's that pay? Nothing. Plus 700. That's pretty good. Toledo? I'm doing Jalen Warren. He's plus 3200 I'm going to lay 25 bucks on it. Give me an $800 pay. Steelers backup running back, Jalen Warren. Rookie. I'm going Najee Harris. Najee's a good bet. How much is that pay? Uh, plus 700 Plus 7 also. I'm going to go with Pat Fryermuth. He's electric in the red zone. Uh, I put. Uh, I'm, I only had $28 in the account, <laughs> and I didn't feel <laughs> like depositing. Right. So I put all 28 big. I, there you I'm go. rolling 28 big ones, boys. What's that pay? Uh, 364 bucks. Yeah, it's pretty good. Twelve hundred because uh, I cashed out on my winnings. I put them in the bank, oh, and I, I put it at an even number. I had twenty eight left. I still actually have six dollars and ninety one cents, and I don't know how. So I should have added another <laughs> six or to that made it a thirty four dollar bet. But is that free bets that you have six dollars and ninety one cents in free? No, bets? I just took out an even amount oh, okay. and left the thirty four dollars. And I thought I had twenty eight. I just looked down and realized I had six more to go. <laughs> <laughs> I left six ninety one on the board in case I find some gem. I want to throw that. Uh, <laughs> I want to throw a Lincoln down on another bet. Uh, Fryermuth is the win for me. 364 bucks on that. Uh, beautiful stuff. All right, football tonight back. Amazon Prime. It's only five steps until you can turn the game on. So convenient. The picture will be so watery and weird, and the sound will be off. I can't wait for this progress and technology to overwhelm me in tonight's game. Uh, there you go. That is the uh, FanDuel picks of the week. You can go to FanDuel and uh, get that uh, the sportsbook app right now. Download the app on your phone, and they give you the what is it, the no sweat first bet still going. So on? there's there's two no no sweat same game parlay bets that you can make. One of them is tonight. If you place a three plus leg same game parlay bet on tonight's game, you can get refunded up to twenty bucks back if your bet loses. Okay. So whatever if you lay ten, you get your ten bucks back right. if it loses. Right. And then the same applies on Sunday, but I think Beautiful. it's on Sundays. It's a four leg parlay. Okay, so knock it out, and they'll give you a couple bucks to start showing. Yeah, you you get your bet back if it doesn't win. Nice. You can see my house for Sunday football. Everybody, nobody's looking at fantasy Staring football. At the, right? Everybody's going. Say, oh, I got this bet, and I got yeah. that rolling. So got, that oh, that app is allowed. Yeah, no fantasy apps. Unless right. you start cheering for a guy, because like if you so, bet if you bet for Lamar Jackson to run for five touchdowns or something, and, he gets and you're cheering fourth? for Lamar Jackson in my house, you're out. Okay. Even if you got money on it, keep don't it to yourself. Yourself. keep it to yourself. Yeah. Internal Internal cheering. Yeah. yeah, cheer internally. Do not celebrate any Raven nonsense in my house. No, uh, it's nine fifty four. There you go, FanDuel. You've made my life better. It's ninety eight. Stop. You be quiet, you. I didn't. I told you to knock that off immediately, and you better. Uh, sorry about that. I wasn't paying attention. We were making bets, and uh, that, that'll see. That's the thing about gambling uh, when it gets in the way of your work. <laughs> Now I gotta fix all this. Well, I broke something. That's good. We're fine. Good uh, enough. Yeah, we're good enough. Buddy. We're all done. It's Shannon's problem now. <laughs> uh, 
That's right. Shannon's filling in for Larry today. But uh, before he does, it's time for us to do the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our uh, friends at reactdefense.com. It's the home tactical black self-defense. I just got an email from a guy that says, hey, in this day and age, can I go to the uh, tactical black women's defense seminar if I identify as a woman? Jeez, I don't know. That's a question they're going to have to answer. But you better be ready to defend yourself if you are a woman because those ladies will still kick your ass. You might be joking around thinking, ah, I'll get in there with a bunch of broads and do some damage. Uh-uh. Trust me. By the end of that uh, ladies' se- uh, self-defense seminar, you're not going to want to be around those ladies in a combative uh, position. There's some badasses that go down there. Still Destroy remember. the operator. <laughs> they, and they know how. And they're the ones they teach the most. Like, all right, you guys, it's imperative for you to destroy the operator because 90% of the time with a woman, the operator is going to outweigh you and uh, be stronger than you. So you better be able to destroy that operator fast. That's the goal. We're good. It's clean. Good idea. So that's how that operation runs, and that's pretty great. So you got the uh, the ladies uh, happening on October 21st, if you guys want to do that. It's open to anybody. Uh, if you identify as a woman, you better be able to explain yourself to Jay when you make that call because he will verbally crap down your throat as a jackass trying to get one over. I would very much doubt that he'll let you in there. It's mostly That's not a Sheila. authentic. Yeah, and he'll do a test on you. Let's take a look if you're a real woman. You're out, sir. Uh, but you know what? You can go any other day. You don't have to go to the ladies' self-defense. You can do it like a man would and sign up right now at reactdefense.com. You get 25% off for the first month. That's a pretty good deal right there. Uh, give you that month for 25% off, and then you'll get a taste of everything they're doing uh, at a discount, which is golden with all this inflation and everything else happening going up. And grab a price that's going the other way. How about that? Uh, get involved in everything they do. It's just a great place to learn all sorts of skills you probably want and might think you have until you actually put it into action and realize, nope, got to hone these skills, and they'll do it for you. ReactDefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler, ready for you right now. The home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Apparently there's uh, some talk in the QAnon circles that something big is happening on Saturday. Oh, great. And the Simpsons are involved. Ready for this? Earlier this month, a German politician named Friedrich Mertz misspoke while talking about Russians, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. He said that everyone would remember where they were on September 24th, but he meant to say February 24th. That was the day they invaded. For some reason, someone connected it to Season 9, Episode 24 of The Simpsons, a.k.a. 924, uh, and that episode just happens to feature a group of doomsday preppers. So okay. what's happening Saturday? Nobody knows, but predictions have included nuclear Armageddon, financial reset, widespread water poisoning, and an armed revolution. So stock up on toilet paper. <laughs> we need our TP. Are they sure? Okay, good. Are you sure they're just not three days late for the uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire song that will remember the 24th night of September? Which is no significance. None. Are you sure? Yeah, that's according to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Are you positive? But really, the guy who wrote it, Maurice White, is no longer alive. That's right. And that said, I should include this in the Night of the Singing Dead on October 29th. Such a great song. Yeah. Maybe this was QAnon, just thinking of this. Do you remember the 24th night of September? QAnon starts a fight in September. Feel the flow. It just makes you happy. <laughs> Unless you, you hear the words, QAnon's going to kill you And in something September. happened on September 21st. Yeah. Right. 
Right. Three days earlier. Well, hopefully Earth, Wind, and Fire is much happier than whatever QAnon's got planned. Unless they plan on covering some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Because I, I don't care if it's QAnon or Nazis, I'm going to go listen to them. I'd, I'd listen to a band who loves Nazis redo this. Yeah. Give me some Nazis singing that. I'd be like, yeah, they're jerks, but this is a great song. I don't know. Maybe Maurice was a Nazi. We never we never used to dive into our celebrities that way. Send in Philip Bailey. <laughs> Jesus, Brett just found out two days ago that Sammy Davis Jr. was a Satanist. We never used to look into it. Brad Pitt has uh, a new skincare line that uses grapes from his vineyard. France, he's, he got motivated because his friend Gwyneth Paltrow had right. done well with her empire. And that vineyard he's got is now half-owned by Russian oligarchs. Remember? Because his wife sold it out from and under. And some of it might stall, so he's like, how can I make some more yeah. money? But he says, the only reason I jumped in is because my the stuff we've created, my skin has never been better. That's great. He does look great. If you're gonna if you're gonna buy the magic of skin cream for men, Brad Pitt is a guy you want to go to. By the way, pigs, when you rub that on your face, you don't turn into him. <laughs> the hunt is on for the next James Bond. Applicants are advised they should be prepared for a ten to twelve year commitment. I'm a fan. That's of, why. Well, maybe he's a little Idris old. Elba I, is out. I was gonna say that's who I would. Ten go years. With. At first, it bothered me that they wanted to make it all woke and racially diverse, and then I started to love Idris Elba so much that I'm like, he would be a good Bond. It's going to be like Timothy Chalamet or something like that. They're going to go twink Bond. That's got to happen. No, I don't think so. That's got to happen. A, I think the Bond people will lose their minds. But the Bond people happened. aren't they're not the same people anymore. They're like the younger kids of kids. I don't think they are. Nah. I think I think Bond is still... I hate to say it. I think it's still an old. It's it's an old person game at this it point. It is, but they that's but the problem. Too much other like Jack, but you know uh, that's uh, true. You the know, born identity yeah. and Jack yeah. Reacher. Mm-hmm. And, but I think that that's the the goal for Bond is to make it fun for a young audience. And they think it's possibly. I just don't think they think. Is he uh, English? Gaying it up. I don't know, but I don't think that matters anymore either. I do. I think uh, we'll have something. To say I don't know. Um, I mean, they had an Australian. Hear about what uh, Jeopardy's thinking about doing? Giving a cash bonus to contestants who run an entire category. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. I like that. You know what that tells me? Ratings for Jeopardy have fallen oh, since Alex died. Yeah. Yeah. Mayan Bialik isn't, isn't here yeah, since Blossom took over. <laughs> she started to chime into the whole deal. <laughs> Quiet down, Blossom. There's people playing. I like when Ken Jennings hosts. I think he does a good job. I like Blossom. Uh, I like the old-fashioned Blossom. Canceled and not on my TV anymore. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it's 10.06. That's it for us. We're all done. Uh, thanks to everybody who popped by with Brett this morning over at 7th and uh, McDowell at the Safeway for helping us out with the uh, KUP deployment. That is a great thing, and you guys are... Uh, man, Good start. Again, on top of it, once again, we ask you to help, and you do. And always remember that the troops are always out there. Whether they're on the news every night or not, they're always somewhere. And we've got 600 of them from Arizona that won't be home for the holidays. And we're just trying to do something nice. Give them a little gift from home. A little care package from all of us. And you guys have kicked that off beautifully. If you still want to help, 98kupd.com is where you go. And they have the Amazon wish list. You can just shop right there on your computer and help out the whole program. They send us all the stuff. It comes directly to us. We pack it up, send it off to the troops because we got the addresses. And we're done. Thanks to Learner and Rome, Modelo. Uh, the, uh, Superstar Car Wash. Car Wash, my God. So many people Safeway helping. Safeway Albertsons. Yeah, amazing. So thanks for the uh, the kickoff. 
Brett will be out there again next Thursday. So if you missed this week, we'll come to your your neck of the woods before it's all over. Shanman filling in for Larry today. You guys have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness. So long. And you later. Bye. What do we have here? 98. Here I thought we were special.